This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Bro gang, we are joined by the chairman of the hair man, the pharaoh of the fade. He's not a moil, but he's the big dick of the snip snip. <laughs> Titan of the taper. A Mildred, a Mildred, a Mildred, a Mildred, a Mil- a, Mil- a Mildred, a Mildred. <laughs> the Raja of Ridge Street, the Don Dada of doing the do. White Rob got the flow looking like whoa. Lord of the lettuce, <laughs> king of the cabbage, whiskey in the barbershop. That's boozy, man. King of the curls, Lord of the locks. His good manners and kindness. You know, he got it in Ohio. Barber <laughs> and co-founder of Mildred Barbershop. Wow, wow, wow. Rob McMillan. Rob, how the hell are you? What's up, I buddy? mean, thinking that Mildred could be <laughs> a Mildred, Millie Mildred, for a moment. <laughs> um, this, the episode could end now. We did yeah. it. We done did it. A lot, of people, did a lot it. of people would be disappointed, but we could. We really could. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was incredible. Uh, the throw gangs, stepfather they never had, the cool uncle they never had. That's uh, humbling. A lot of That's dudes humbling. crush on you hard. Well, it's nice to hear. I think <laughs> I think it's um, just being around people like you guys and all the great people that come in the shop. You feel like there's a, an opportunity to to engage with folks. Sure. And I think... And that's it's part genuine. of the job. Yeah, and it's but it's genuine for me. Like it's wild. Every haircut is a podcast that's well, just not recorded. Yeah, <laughs> in some capacity. But it's it's why Cut I like ten episodes a day. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's it's why I like what I do. So right. I, if some of that comes off to where like there could be some advice or wisdom, which I don't think I have much Gems. of. It's just a thing that like I really appreciate that people and I appreciate that people pick up on that. Have you so. ever given advice and then the person walked out and you're like, oh fuck, that was terrible advice. Come back. <laughs> there's there's been a few times. Really? Better terrible advice than a terrible haircut. Well yeah, yeah, I had to pick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean I, I hopefully there hasn't been any terrible haircuts. There's none of that I can recall. But yeah, terrible right. advice, I think it's sometimes I it's will subjective. I would jump to say if like if I've known someone for a long time like man I hate my job and I'm like fucking quit. You know, and things like that. Yeah. And then they, they come do? back. Do like, as I say, like, not yo, as I do. Or yo, I, I don't know if I like my girl. I'm like, fucking life's They come short, back like, yo, up. I quit my job. Y'all hiring? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or yo, you uh, show I me how to cut? hit you with the 10% tip this time. Mike. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right? My job exactly. on your advice. Uh, <laughs> so. Rob, thank you for hosting us in your beautiful fucking crib. Quite possibly the best most accommodating host we've ever had well, in terms of just the offering done much. drinks. Bro, done fucking, much. there's a full wet bar. We have well, Regina's subs. Well, <laughs> we're trying. We, I always try to bring some uh, some Regina's up. We do it at the shop a lot. You're like, fuck, great. I forgot to make some homemade pasta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My wife forgot. I, right. I yeah, didn't even Christine. ask. If I would have asked, she would have done it. Shout out Christine in the other so, room giggling right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's I'm sure what? she's having the time of her but life. No, I um, I love hosting, man. I love hosting. emblematic of who you are, bro. You're the fucking, you're the consummate hosts. You're the fucking best guy. Well, did, not, did the love of hosting begin before opening a shop or did ooh, that kind of like, um, I think the love of hosting hand? happened when, and this is not a sob story, but I didn't grow up with a whole lot. So I think the opportunity to even have a little extra and then be able to share right. anything with anyone. That's one. And then two, when you don't grow up with a whole lot, you feel like you don't fit in. So you overcompensate a little bit. You're like, hey, I better make sure that I got everything for the boys. Right. I want people to know that like, I'm I got Japanese right. beers. I got Let's Dominican beers. Yeah. I got American beers. Yeah, exactly. It's, got the, it's the goddamn United Nations in the crib. Dude. Well, hey, if there's a thing, the fridge. if folks that don't live in New York, which I'm sure there's a lot that are listening, that's what I love most about New York. Is that I? That's a walk around the block. Sure, right. Just, you know, just it's to be like, hey, I'm going to grab. Yeah, I hit the bodega and I was like, well, fuck, I'll just get, yeah. you know, four different types of beers because. Yeah. 
who knows what the boys really want or sure. like. I should have asked, but I no, no, no. Prepared. I mean, I think you so, went above and beyond. Doesn't begin to describe it, James. What's the you beer said, choice? You said it was like flying an air first class on yeah. an airline. <laughs> on Rob Air. What's the what's the beer of choice currently stocked in Mildred? Ooh, one two four Ridge Street. If you don't, I know what I drank two weeks ago. Well, we have the light cans in there just for the aesthetic. I don't really like Miller Light. We had Narragansett before, but mm, when we drink, we drink Modelo all right. the time. Modelo, the fellows. Fellows. yeah, yeah. All day. So that's kind of what we drink, um, or wine. You know, yeah. guys will bring stuff by, and you guys uh, get, we guys did are, get a magnum and that, of and, Natty. And as hey, well. now that Paulie's single and his shirts off every time on the Instagram, <laughs> bro, he his cum gutters are deeper than the Mariana Trench. <laughs> he just he just sips tequila and he's like, I'm good, I'm good, I gotta go, I gotta go get tan. <laughs> He's wonderful though. I'm, yeah, I'm, he's, up, he's a single man now. He's a single man. Bro, so, I've, man, heard, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard some tales. He's been laying some thirst traps. Well, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's been laying some pipe. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I, I, I. He's he's a dad first, and that's sure, sure, sure. Right, of course. I think he cares about being a dad. A dad first, lean. a coxman second. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Rob, thank you again. The first thing we want to do, as always, is a little fit check where you are going to walk the audience at home through <laughs> the totality of your fit. The question for you is: Do you want to start top down or bottom up? Well, I think I've. Listen too much and know too much to where this question's moved for me. We're, we're going from the bottom. We're yeah. definitely, we're definitely starting the, the, Yeah, the, the booties. Because you, 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 you met us in the lobby. Again, yeah. like a fucking pro. I, well, it's a little bit of a walk from the, from the front. Ah, and it's a weird I mean. building. So, um, well, right now I just got some gold toes on. But when I answered the door, I was in the, the same Viberg yeah. Chelsea boots that have been resold a couple times. Those are um, your signature. The Air McMillan threes. Well, the, the main reason <laughs> the is big that old heel. <laughs> I can't, you don't want to cut with a shoelace, which I said before, and they've just kind of become something I almost wear every day. If I'm, if I'm not working, I might wear a sneaker, but I have like three different. I have the, you know, the new balance. So uh, unlike like a nurse or a cook, you don't want to like cut in some clogs or Crocs or no, I just don't like goes. cutting with anything that has laces or anything that's open. So that's why the, a boot, especially a Chelsea boots. Perfect. Cause I don't, I didn't even really like Chelsea boots. It mm. was more of a, it was really more of a function thing. Right. Well, Cause it's just one seamless piece of, of the occupational hazards. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. To be completely transparent. Yeah. That was it. And, and because a lot of my life too was you'd cut hair all day mm -hmm. and then we were out. Whether it be with you, it's dinner. Like I'm not one where it's like, oh, I'm gonna go home and throw right. some new shit on. That doesn't really happen for me. So the majority of stuff that I would cut in is like, hey, this is you know from the barber dinner. shop to the bar. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. exactly. And and of course the the, from the haircut that, to happy hour. Well, the years of BB, that was kind of how it had to be, right? You know. So I think that just is something that stuck with me. Um, but yeah, so the, I had the Vibergs on. Just some basic gold toes, some white gold toes. I have white and black. That's pretty much it. And like how been Western of you? What's what's that? It's gold toe, yeah, like a midwest. That's like a simple, midwestern thing. Yeah, simple. It sounds like yep. it. Yeah. He yep. got it in Ohio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that was also Love what, that was what was I was Rest at the piece. There's Yo. Wayne, Cameron, and Black Rob. I was also I was at the verses. <laughs> yes, oh. you were. I was there. Were you who were you? What set were you repping? Well, it's tough to say. I'll say this much, given my age, I'm gonna be 42 soon. So the locks has a real special place. Deep high rock. school. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and all the bad boy shit, just everything really was like from ready to die on. Right. Actually, that's a lie from four. <laughs> what's the four one one was really the first one for me, Mary J. Blige. And I didn't even realize that that was like a diddy find until I was older. Sure. But the locks, I mean, and all that was just so big. So you went in rooting for the locks? No, <laughs> because living in Ohio, I mm. moved down. I, I graduated from Ohio State years ago, but I moved to Columbus in like 1998. So roughly, I think early 2000s, there was this dude named Chubby Baby, <laughs> who I believe was part of the diplomats or like the dipset well, crew. He was like a, 
He was like a, a rep street team exactly. member in Ohio. Yep. yep. Well, no, he was from New York. Okay. I think his mom moved him to Ohio. I don't know. I mean, right, right. fact check me on this if you want. Yo, chubby I, I'm baby. Sure. Yo, you're listening. Yo, tap Ch- in. I, tap I think in, chubby, chubby baby, baby lived in Ohio. And I think he kept the connection, especially with Cam and those yeah, guys. Yeah. So there was this club in Columbus, early 2000s, called the Red Zone. <laughs> in the Red Zone, I saw Jim Jones in a room the size of my living room right now. And then I saw the diplomats three or four times. Oh, wow. You know, there then and then continue to. First time I came to New York, we went to the the diplomat store. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, of course. So it was a painful who, night for you overall. Well, Cam says Dayton, Youngstown, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? Dayton, you know, it was Youngstown, like, who mentions, that outside of, who mentions that outside of Bone? You know, yeah. who mentions, so so I I was on the fence because in my head and in my, you know, when I knew it, it was like Jade is the best here. Yeah. And he's going to come the most prepared. And I'm not saying that I had all this foresight, but I've seen some dip set shows and yo, they're, it's great to see them, but sometimes they're just kind of chaotic. The, you the know way what that I mean? it seemed was like they hadn't spoken to each other, let alone performed together right, in right, like right. four years. Yeah, now, like Lawrence and I take a week off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get a little rusty. But also Chilling I have a client, chair. I had a client though, you know, there were fights before. There was oh, a fight card before at MSG that was, I don't think a lot of people actually knew about, but I have a, a close client. Were they doing it in the same ring? That in, yeah. I mean, well, that, no, that's a bit of a lie. They okay. tore it down a bit, but I have a client who was a co-main event. His name's Chris Algieri. Oh, right. Yeah. He, yeah, should, right, I think right. he fought at 144. He won the fight. He, he looked great. I mean, he's an, an amazing athlete. Did he ever athlete. contend for a belt, right? He Didn't had he? a belt. He, he had he a belt. won a belt at Barclays against against. A I remember guy. hearing about him through like you and Trunzo. Yeah. He was homies. He's a BB connection. Right. Yes. Through a guy named yeah, yeah. Vinny and he's close with those guys. We ran into the BB guys there at the fight as well, which was really nice. It's the first time I talked to Jeff and versus Mildred versus BB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there, yeah, right. There, Shout uh, out Jeff. I know Jeff is back, right? Back. Yeah, yeah. He was good. Shout I mean, it, Jeff, it was baby. actually nice because Jeff and I never really, I don't think, liked working with each other. I think better, he, better I, he, friends was, than he was a very, I mean, hindsight, they were all great bosses sure. to me, but like, it was good to just be like, what's up, dude, you have two kids now yeah, and a yeah. house and whatever. It was fun to see them. Chris won the fight sick. And, uh, that was great, but yeah, he's, he's fought a ton, but anyway, I forget the name of the locks. DJ, is it flex? No, not flex. No, it wasn't flex. Um, I can't remember his name. He kept saying his name a million DJ, times. DJ and Tech. I, and DJ I Tech. Remember. Sorry, yeah. Tech. Technique. Yeah. DJ Technique. Yeah. He warmed the crowd up and the shit was wild in a good way. It felt like one of the most New York moments I'd sure, ever seen. Absolutely. I went to take a piss. The bathroom was just a cloud of blunt smoke. Sure. And people mm-hmm. screaming D block. <laughs> and I think maybe you had a guest on that was like asking if they ever thought it was going to like pop off or whatever. Oh, yeah. And to me, it just know. felt like it felt like one of the most fortunate New York moments I could ever experience, especially not being from here, right. regardless of like, yo, the dips, I got wiped. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 brutally. I mean, but, rinsed. um, and yeah. it was, you know, what was cool is that too, like I didn't get a chance to go see him, but I know John was there. Carmonica. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he was down in it and he was like, I'm down up front. And I was like, I wish <laughs> I could bring this crew down there, but there'd be no way. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it, I just felt really lucky to be there, not only to watch the fight, but to be part of a New York moment like that. How many people's hair do you cut? That is in the throwing fits. Extended universe, Caramonica. I mean, there's probably so much. It's got to be a large. It's got to be. I, mean, a I just lot. sent. I just sent one your way yesterday. Oh, really? He's like, I got to get a haircut before a wedding this weekend. I was like, you can call. You're not going to get an appointment, but maybe yeah. say well, you're in hey, the throwing fits. You, you, you didn't. Pull, you didn't even pull any direct strings. 
I said, I said, call them. Don't try to book online and say you're. You two folks can pull strings. I hope you know that. This is an open invitation to if there's any strings. I'm surprised you flex harder. Maybe it wasn't uh, someone you're trying to impress. Just let us know for you guys. Because (laughs) here's the other thing. What's funny about like the podcast, real quick, just a, a thank you to you guys. But like, you're welcome. We've been fortunate enough to be featured in a very small capacity in like all the shit. Like oh, we're going to get you. We're going to Esquire, like New York Times. What percentage, blah, blah, blah. Cl- what percentage of your entire of the shop's entire clientele is throw gang? <laughs> all of it. now. A <laughs> hundred. I mean, if you're if, it feels like it's kind of insane, to be honest. But the love that we got that we get from you guys, even before I was on the show, mm. felt like more of a genuine and real thing than any other we put asses earned, in the seats no any other earned media we could have oh, of course and it's like it, and that feels really fun to us because it's like we know you guys as well because we're you having know, a right. two-hour conversation we're 12 minutes in we're not even at your fucking pants yet <laughs> yeah. yo but listen this <laughs> is still <laughs> this is before <laughs> that I, this is before i was on the show yeah before oh. just talking about coming in and everything else just like that cosine carries exactly me. and cosines are the only reason that we could have a business on ridge street yeah. That and my beautiful wife and her business partner. They bring a lot to the block. Sure. Yeah, we don't but really lot, send a lot of women. Yeah, I don't no, but, but you know what's funny is a lot has happened since then. And I think there's more than a few clients that they have that are, that are at the very least aware. Hold on. We have female listeners. I love the awareness. Listen. I think they're, they're, yeah, that are aware and might be listening, but I, I definitely <laughs> think they're, their guys are listening. What's the name of uh, Christine Shop? If you want to shout out real quick. It's uh, Love Dunette, there which is, is uh, also at. One two four Ridge Street, ladies. Damn, Club one two four, fellas. Build plug, plug before the pants. So working our way up, Rob. Let's talk about these. So jeans. I have on some just some vintage Levi's five hundred ones. These are five hundred ones. Nice. These are a gift oh. from uh, our form one of our former shop managers, Matt Orr, who uh, shout out Matt. I think Matt got them for himself, handsome and, Matt, and then he <laughs> just passed them on. Um, but I, these aren't a, a jean I would ever wear to work. But this is like I try. It's weird, but why I try, not? What's your pant? choice for uh, now yeah. you know what's funny is and i think they've been talked about a lot and i and i i'm not gonna say i was on them early but sure. i've been wearing the cowboy oh cut, the wranglers Wrangler, yeah 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 because i got it you know what's funny is like after the last Did uh, I show influence you like he uh influenced lawrence i think i influenced no i don't think i influenced anyone but i, I just was wearing them but after the last show it was crazy i i think i said i was wearing that i had i was wearing apc for years mm-hmm. yeah and I yeah. went away from it after Greg, our current shop manager, gifted me a pair of vintage Wranglers. Oh, shit. And I kind of ran through them. And then I just had been buying cowboy cuts. They're really fucking good. Getting them tailored. And yeah. it's like... Oh, you get you get them tailored a bit. I just really... Yeah, I get the I get them brought in. Sure. Maybe like a seven-inch opening okay. and then up a bit. Better for the Chelsea boots. Yeah. And just day-to-day. So that's the... But these are like... It's weird that I'd, I'll have work clothes and not work clothes. But like if I'm off... These are a little bit more relaxed, a little bit Got more it. loose. Days and off day. You're right. chilling. Spritzing at 2.30. Yeah, we ain't, we're not working right now. We are fucking, we are fucking hanging out. Putting work, work in. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the jeans. Um, And then I have this belt, actually. Oh, yeah, look at is, that. Uh, fucking yeah, I like this that. is from a, a spot called J-Palm, which is right outside, I believe, of Petaluma, California. Okay. And my buddy's Greg. Greg, who's one of my best friends and runs, helps us run the shop, pretty much runs the shop for us. And his friend Tyler from out there. And they, Greg had this, one of these belts on. I go, dude, what the fuck is that belt? He's like, you don't know J-Palm? I'm like, no, motherfucker. I don't know J-Palm. <laughs> he always will do that. You don't yeah. know? I'm like, you don't know? no, I don't know anything. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> right, I, know right. shit. I know football and cars. But uh, <laughs> I know, yeah, banging yeah, chains, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in any case, uh, he was out there and he literally faced on me. He's like, yo, we're at J-Palm's. You want a belt? 
And I was like, hell yeah. Vintage and new? What's the- It's a brand new belt. Okay. And I think the belt was like a hundred bucks. And then if you want the sterling silver mm-hmm. cap, sure. it's another like bill, a hundred right. bucks. But who so doesn't like, want that? That's so, the whole thing. So I've had this belt almost for two years now. And also is every day. Yeah. And it does not. You're a uniform flex. guy. Yeah. So, and it feels, so I, I love this belt. It's like one of the, it's one sick. of my favorite things that I own. I wear it every day. And this is just a. Your James a, Dean white. Yeah. This is a vintage. rolled up. Yeah. This is a vintage Hanes. Yeah. That, What's your, um, is that your go-to white tee? Cause you're a white tee guy. I'm a white tee guy. Also not working white tee. Because working in a white tee, hair all over you. Yeah. So white tee is my favorite thing. Right. Like a vintage white tee. But it just it would be a disaster. Yeah. And this, I think I bought, I can't remember because I have quite a few. I think this is from Raggedy Threads. Okay. It's either from Raggedy Threads or from Grand Street Bakery. You buy them one at a time? No. You have to, right? If I well, yeah, they don't sell packs. Like, do they have like old packs? Some of the packs can be tough. Because sure that's more especially if they're yeah. sealed, like yeah, yeah. it's hard to tell. Yeah. And for some of the sealed vintage packs, and this is something that I kind of found out recent, if they're black... There's something about the thread that will disintegrate oh, based wow. on the dye that is not really worth buying. Right. So a black, a really a sealed vintage tell. black yeah. can be it's tough dark, if it hasn't been washed, but or washed, excuse me. But I can't remember if this is Grand Street Bakery or Raggedy Threads, but both those places were near and dear over on on Grand Street. And Raggedy Threads is still there. Grand Street, they moved to Pittsburgh for folks that are in Pittsburgh. And I don't try to do much shout out, but Mellow and Sons. <laughs> the whole yeah, point okay. of this podcast. Mellow and Sons in Pittsburgh is like one of the most beautiful vintage shops. That's there the real is. deal. Yeah. Neil Mello and his wife, Sid, and their kids. They're just great people. They're worth they're worth a look. Even if you're not in Pittsburgh and you're passing through, stop. I'm sure they also have a website. Do you, yeah, they're, yeah, do, you they're, do your Googles. Yeah, they're phenomenal. So, but this is, yeah, this is just a, a vintage you know tea and... Uh, Got a lot of jewelry on. I got rings on. The I have a, a oh, signet ring that was my uncle's. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. four. And my uncle passed away at 51. He's one of the reasons we were able to open the shop, to be honest, because he passed away. Was and Mildred I, his mom? Mildred was his mom. That's my brother or my mother's brother. Mm-hmm. And then I have another signet M that's small, which was our two-year anniversary. Just oh, a nice. ring. This is from New Top. And then I have a sapphire, which is my wife got me, which was just Beautiful. a, it's my birthstone. And then a wedding ring, which, uh, you know, I'm, you cut I'm doing with rings on. Yeah, I do. And I used to not cut with anything on, but now I feel pretty comfortable. Um, yeah. And then I have a couple chains that are new top. I have a little Te Amo ch- uh, charm that Christine has the other half to this Aww, half heart. It's adorable. And I just got to say, Michael, it was my uncle's as well. And I'm not a, necessarily a faith-based dude. Right. And that's no disrespect to anyone who is. I'm just not. But it's more kind of ritual, you know, sure. his. So a little tribute. Yeah, and so, the panties. Yeah. Panties. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, right, I have, um, yeah, I, <laughs> have the chains. A, I got some Calvin Klein's on. Okay. Is that uh, your go-to? Yeah. Boxer I, briefs? So I have briefs and boxer briefs. I was a sole briefs guy for years. Right. And okay. then there's been a couple instances where it's like, either like, Hey, I should try these pants on real quick. Or there's a pool. Yeah. 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 And I feel a little uncomfortable in just a brief. A little exposed. So I've been, I've been going back more towards boxer briefs. Wait, do you feel comfortable jumping in a pool in front of people in the boxer briefs? You boxer briefs better yeah, than, the, than the briefs. It's still fucking showing everyone no, else out. The, you are. But the brief feels a little, I feel a little well, the brief too exposed. Brief. The brief's yeah. a brief. It is quite brief. And I got not much to show off. So there's no <laughs> real reason. The pride of Youngstown. in a brief. <laughs> Yeah, the so, hog of Youngstown. So that's what um yeah, the Youngstown hogs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are we what are we Sorry, sipping boys. on there? Yeah, you made um, yourself an Aperol spritz. Yeah, I did. And this, I know that I'm real late. This was a big thing for you guys early, but this is what Still we kind of did. This was a pandemic thing for us. Oh uh, yeah, it was a Bloody Mary in the morning, and then Aperol spritz in the afternoon. 
And it was just like, it kind of turned into ritual, which sure. was really good for us. Little it was that we were doing Campari spritz yeah. as well. So. Just a, a delicious little spritz in the afternoon, a little podcasting juice. Little aperitivo, as yep, we yep, like yep, to call yep, it. Yep. All right. Uh, complete fit check. Complete and drink, drink check. check. Yeah. Rob, mm-hmm. let's get your uh, Ohio guy. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. You're an Irish guy, meat and potatoes. Um, I got a quick fact, James, that I'll, I'll say I'm not. A, I have my stepfather's last name. Okay. Oh. So my birth last name is Leonelli. Oh, oh shit. so we, uh, and that's my dad. Who's a ghoulin over here. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my dad. Who's that's my dad. Who's the barber as well. But I, I took my step up, my stepfather adopted me when I was young and I didn't know my real dad mm. met him at 17 in his barbershop. Oh, wow. And that the moment I walked in there was like, yo, this, this feels right. And I didn't even like know the th- clicking. Yeah. I didn't even know this dude. And right. did, we, he give, did he give you a cut? He did. I How rolled in it? with my, I rolled in with my best friend from high school. I don't know if I said this shit last time. I hope it's, it's possible. Not we can, re, we can retread. But in any case, he sent me, it was my senior year. And as I said, we didn't grow up with much. And luckily, I, I don't know how, but I had a really great group of friends and a really great high school girlfriend who I'm actually close with now who lives in the city, who was in Christine and I's wedding. Her name's Amanda. She's wonderful. Shout out to Amanda. But in, and her family too. They like, they took me in. But in any case, it's, I'm sitting in class and I get a gift certificate for like 10 hours for, from a limousine company. And <laughs> in it is a business card for Bob's Barbershop which is my dad. He's Robert Nicholas Leonelli. And I was Robert Nicholas Leonelli. So I had no opportunities ever to like treat my friends or like, mm-hmm. I didn't have a car in high school. Right. Like I played sports and tried to work, but I didn't have shit. So I got a chance to like hook up my boys with a limo mm-hmm. Hell yes. and my, it, it, it was amazing. So my best friend who's still like to this day, I met him in first grade. His name's Henry Himes. He drove me over to his barbershop to thank him. That was he, a gift from your father. That yes, was like, my dad, Bob, Bob yeah, was my yeah. dad. His card's in there. He sent me the gift. Sorry if I didn't specify. And we roll over to his barbershop, walk in, feel immediately at home. He gives us each haircuts. And when I'm leaving, he goes, hey, he runs out the door and he gives me a hundred dollar bill. Oh, and wow. He's like, buy your buddy lunch. Come back whenever you want. Hmm. And him and I built a relationship in that place. So that like story the, has a beautiful, what, happy ending. Yeah. Was this like the late 90s? Like, what, did he 1990s, give like the, this is 1997. Did he give like the middle part haircut? Did you get a Caesar? No, it's crazy. <laughs> I got a Caesar. Yeah. And my buddy had the middle part. Right. <laughs> and, yes. uh, but we thought we, we were like. You guys were getting fresh for prom. That was the prom cut. This is post prom. Oh, we went after, you know, we were doing like that. We, we were going to fucking Cedar Point. Okay. With our ladies. And see, if people don't know Cedar Point, it's like a crazy ass amusement park. So Lover's Lane. But okay. he laced us. And then from there on, he, I would roll, I could roll by with like three friends or 10. And this motherfucker would cut all of our hair for free. That's money. dude. And like, that's the real flex. And then I, you know, I moved to Columbus and he was the dude who like, you know, and my grandparents were there for me when I needed them, especially when I needed braces. But like, I never got any money from anybody. <laughs> right, right, right. And I remember Just he gave me work. like 1500 bucks or whatever Damn. to go to Columbus. And in 1997, yeah, that was enough to like, yo, I can get an apartment with my boy. Bro, Joe. that's a lot of sure, Abercrombie sure, sure. and Fitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which they didn't have in Youngstown, but they did in Columbus. Yeah, right. Actually, yeah. that's uh, that's home base. New Albany. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. Well, you got... The Irish last name, the Italian DNA. <laughs> um, let's get into the meat and potatoes, which could really, you know, go either way. Uh, we mentioned that Milky you and your bolognese. boy got the fucking Caesar, the late 90s Caesar and the middle part. And the, I'm assuming one of your boys got the fucking flip. Oh, the chip flip. The, the chip, chip flip. flip. That was like, that was like, <laughs> at, like late senior year. I had a chip. Flip. You know what? Uh, but the, I didn't but, know it was called that. You know, the Caesar, it. though, was Clooney. It, yeah. Like from, from ER. Till Dawn. No, yeah. no. Well, yeah. Well, yes. But he also popped ER. off on ER, I think. And like all of a sudden real he tight. got that real like. Almost that, you know, qua- or um, sorry, just a fringe. Yeah. yeah. Bangs. He had and bangs. <laughs> yeah. 
And yo, yeah. So we we went from it was like middle part Caesar to that to college. Yo, what do you think of the fact that as like the whole fucking I don't know if I don't know if Mildred is on TikTok. I don't know if uh, you're on TikTok, Rob. I know you. Uh, we guys, certainly are on TikTok. I know you guys are on TikTok. <laughs> I saw James, you. I saw you. Hey James, James, I saw your stackable. You got that stackable in the crib? I got the what? The stackable, the washer dryer. Yes. Oh, uh, actually, moved, I moved it to the old spot. It was a ah. it was a bargaining chip in the yeah. sale. That but was... um, because I, I love supporting small business, the laundromat hey. across the street. I love supporting a <laughs> Polish owned business. Hey, that's Greenpoint's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think of the fact that all these young kids now with these TikToky haircuts are doing like middle parts and fucking like yeah. feathered ass shit and like what like the return um, of that? I you know first and foremost and once again has that permeated Mildred at all? <laughs> Somewhat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that our client base skews maybe a little bit older. Sure, but I, you know, I learned a, a lot. More geriatric millennials. Yeah, I think I, I learned a, guys with fucking money, money. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's you know, we we get it's a diverse client base, and we're really fortunate. Um, only one thing that ties them all together is it's the, it's, it's fandom the, of it's front the, the only gang. Is right. It's the gang gang. Everyone's yeah. fitted when they come through, right? What's that? Everyone's fitted when they come through. I mean, pretty much. I've yeah. seen so many five inch inseams up in the place. <laughs> People that never wore shorts. Have you seen, have you seen any of the pod shorts? The pod shorts. The, the podcast, podcast shorts, shorts, the throwing fits mesh shorts. That's what I mean. Oh. Five inch. Oh, no. Are they oh, five like, inch? The, like the ones. No, I mean, yeah, these. He's just talking about I don't mean, baggies. hey, I don't mean some. I mean all. <laughs> Every pair. Every color of the rainbow. It's wild. Wait, um, I, have a, I have a, a pair of the green. Yes, you do. And I believe, and I, I hope that, uh, I, I believe the your assistant, Bushwick, uh, what's his name? Ryland. Ryland. Ryland yes. Our he, he's our merchman. The merchman. merchman. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, Ryland. We don't have assistance. Ryland, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was trying to sound proper and I didn't know what yeah. to say. Uh, he came through with a few, uh, oh, a, a couple few extra pairs. Beautiful. Yeah. Love to so, see that. Um, and people were. That's why he got promoted from, from assistant. Because people, he's, yeah, hey, he's people were excited. He's got the, he's got the, the So the we've vision. seen him. Yeah, proactive. I think I used to be one of those folks um, sorry, my dog's under no, the not, table. Hattie, come on, get out of here. Go, she's go, good. go. She's sorry, boy. She wants a mic, dude. Yeah. Um, but in any case, uh, <laughs> I think I, I as we, <laughs> I was barking, up, I was barking in the, uh, we karaoke the other night. I was barking in the karaoke spot. I was inappropriate. <laughs> we're doing DMX. Yeah, we did, we did a little rough no, somebody was anthem? doing pop smoke and like doing a terrible job. So oh. I was going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, let's get um, off the mic. Dog this off. man off the mic. Get off the mic. Anyway. Um, no, uh, I, I think, pre-pandemic and then as i aged i used to be i'd like to think that i was always forward thinking but a little too gatekeeper type person to think that i really? knew what was cool not okay. not not gatekeeper but like oh new rap is whack or this is right. whack and blah 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 and i would whine about bullshit Play Jada kiss. But, yeah like stop it you don't know 90s r&b do you and it's it's <laughs> I've, you know who really helped me with that was john Oh yeah. Yeah. And he sharing some of his insight and then some of the playlists and listening right. to popcasts and like him sure. being just like a brilliant dude. When he came in to get his middle part fucking yeah. trip. Great head trippy, of hair. But like, great but head of hair. Trippy red. But I think that evolved into me looking at trend and the idea of trend and being like, listen, no one owns any of this right. stuff, right? One, two. Well, it's a the, cycle to begin with, right? Yeah, two. I think the and I think the cycle has been disrupted a bit by the way that information shared in such a fast and vast yeah. way, right? So from looking at shit you guys were doing on Tumblr early on to all the way to now, the point of reference and the um, 
access that we have to media in general is insane, right? right. Like we could look up any reference. I could be like, yo, right. do you remember that scene in Belly? Or I just watched Hoop Dreams again. Right, right, right. Click of a button after watching the fucking second episode of Hard Knocks or whatever, you know? <laughs> so I think yo, all the- Yeah, the Zeke Elliott. Yeah, yeah the Zeke, which is interesting. Hey, I'm a Buckeye, so, you know, all right, Zeke. He's fucking faded nicely. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's an inch. They're big Chrome Hearts fan. Interesting dude. He's an interesting dude. Yeah. But in any he's case, good swag. I don't have a problem with almost anything that I see now, even if I don't prefer to do it, if that's what's going to make someone feel confident and that's right. what they want. As long as I think it remotely works, let's go. When it doesn't remotely work, how do you have that conversation? Um, I think you try to do something that makes them feel like you're giving them a version of. Right, that works. But them, here's yeah. why it's better. Because I feel like. They ask for something and then it doesn't, and you're like, okay, whatever. This is, are you sure? And then but, but, they get but, it, then okay, they blame okay. you. Let's, right? let's do a little no role doubt. play. Let's do role play. So Lawrence and I come in and we're like, yo, let me get the. Lawrence wants the middle part, right? <laughs> and I want the fucking chip flip. What are you saying to us? What are you Honestly, saying? Absolutely not for either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But no, here, here's what I would say though is like, I think I'll still focus on what the pillars are of this accessory, which is hair, which sure. is a very important accessory. The it's most still kind of like, I know there's a trend, but how can I make you look the best? How and what I mean you, by the best is, is like, here's the best representation of right. you. Yeah. And, and if you ever chase a trend, as you guys know, right. based on a lot of the folks that listen to the show hard, and everything, it's, Bingo. Yeah, it's just, you're just, you just miss, you know? Do you still feel like to, to kind of get better as a barber? Do you have to stay up on the shifting winds of what's popular? And how do you do that? I, well, I try to keep my ear to the ground as much as I can in terms of... Like I'll go on TikTok. Like I have a TikTok. I don't. There's one thing. You follow, it's whack. You it's, fits, sir. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna find you, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys have. Yo, everyone go, follow, everyone go follow Rob on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> don't because you won't see anything. But I try to pay attention. Yeah. And I'll do my like morning bullshit. You know, like I'll go to like yeah, Daily scroll. Mail. Right. I like see. I actually enjoy some of the bullshit. I really do. I like knowing what's cool. We've talked about this before with like, and it's not that I know. Claire that well, but mm -hmm. knowing Drunken Canal, having it in the shop. Sure. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but like having an idea makes me feel good. So I always want to have an idea. Right. It's not going to embody everything that I do, nor will it A ever. loose grasp. Yeah. Generally I, speaking, I, I hope that I always have that. Right. In some capacity, especially for what I do and what we do. Right. It's something to pay attention to. And I do believe it's important. What's yeah. a haircut uh, that you want to see more of? Ooh. I think we've seen a little bit more of it post pand or I don't want to say post pandemic. Right. It's but where we're at currently in the, the process when we, I mean, also a thing to realize, and this is a, a special thing for me is when we reopened, it was, you know, June last week of June of 2020, there were people that were coming in and were like, yo, I haven't seen anyone in three months. Yeah. yeah. This is my first trip to Manhattan <laughs> in three months or whatever. And some, for some folks that was six months and nine. Yeah, and right. Right. So we had more to work with. So it was, mm. it was looking at more like clay to yeah. exactly <laughs> more of a canvas. So it was really fun to see people experiment with hairstyle and with facial hair and different things. And I think folks felt a little bit more confident in trying new shit. Just branching out a little bit. Yeah. And what does that mean? It's like, it's also not going to the office. This is literally <laughs> well, what exactly happened to me when I saw you after no I had thrown my cabbage. Yeah. Out. Like, and you had, and thing. you had the bandana on yeah, and, exactly. and I feel I like I never, I don't think you had, I don't remember you having like a beard. No. Yeah, right. That's I, a new. I, that's I still don't. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's on its way. It's but beard I think like yeah, one it's of beard the, adjacent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but one of the best things about and, and what a, a tough time we've been through and still are going through in some capacity was the fact that folks felt a little bit more comfortable in their own skin in trying things. Mm. And I think a lot of people that had all their basic needs met and they were not 
that either weren't ill or taking care of family members or really worrying paycheck to paycheck were able to find a portion of themselves that they didn't maybe even know about. Sure. And that shit was powerful. And to be part of that silver lining, really. Yeah. And that, and to be part of that. And I know a haircut sounds ridiculous, but there's a lot of people that would got accessory. You said it yourself. And I do. I do think hair is the most important accessory that you wear in some capacity. So and that sounds corny, but a lot of shit that sounds corny as I've aged is fucking true. How so, many people came back that were like, yo, coming back and seeing this chair is the first time I felt any semblance of normalcy to pre-pandemic life. Well, the or, pre-pandemic And I don't know if people remember this, but like, for me, that was like coming back was just like, yo, we're going to be okay, I think. There's, there was Maybe that, not. There was that TikTok meme that was like uh, like seeing my barber th- for the first time post-pandemic and the dude just all moans the second the clipper is like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild. <laughs> Well, there's two things with that. The first is, you know, that I, I mean, I think everyone remembers last winter pretty vividly in some capacity that like nothing was open. Yeah. You know, and people were coming in and a lot of barbershop conversation is like, yo, what you, what are you doing? You're going on vacation. Yeah. You're yeah, traveling home, blah, blah, blah. And people literally weren't doing anything. Yeah. It's like, so uh, some, some watch that show again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, Hey, and you I mean, Tiger King. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that shit that maybe wouldn't have even popped. Right. right, right, right. Probably uh, wouldn't have. Last dance, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Oh my God. How funny. I mean, it was incredible, but still. Yeah. So, so many people, I mean, from day one to us opening to us somehow still, still being able to stay open throughout the, yeah. the heart of the winter. It felt like, you know, I just saw this thing and this is another corny thing, but Ernie Johnson just spoke to like Alabama's football team or some bullshit. And not, I don't mean to say or some bullshit, but it sounds like a weird thing to mention during this, but he was talking to them and mentioning that he, a lot of people say, well, I have to go to work. And he says, I live in a world now where I have a get to job. I get to do my job. I get to go to work. And that's, it took, it took a lot of the things that made cutting at times difficult. And I, and I felt like I, oh, holy shit, I have a get to job. I have one of those. Oh, I it's like get, changing your mindset. Exactly. And it's not that I didn't feel that way, but I'm doing it for a long time now. Right. And as, as fortunate as we are to have, the, you know, you guys and this co-sign and all the other things, it's also, I've been very busy. So it's almost like, well, what else? Yeah. You know? So, so in some capacity, well, I just, it made me feel more fortunate, but the majority of people that were coming in, if not all. I think we shared an appreciation for each other and the communities that we have. Let's talk about some unfortunate, unfortunate motherfuckers. <laughs> and those are the people with the whack haircuts. What are, what's a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> what's a haircut? Whether obviously you're too kind to ever say no, or right. you are like, you know, opinions uh, and views do not reflect yeah, Mil- your, Mildred. Your, this is just Rob McMillan. Specifically. Part of your job I'll, refl- is, I'll reflect Mildred. Yeah. Part, of your job is, part of your job say is guiding, I am Mildred. People, say guiding people to be their best self. <laughs> yeah. But what's a haircut you want people to stop getting? Is it like the ironic mullet? Is it well, the fashion mullet? Is it um, the Richard you know, I, Spencer? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say first and foremost, like a lot of the ironic mullet stuff I never liked. Right. Mm. You know, and, and what about I hockey think, players though? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's an ironic mullet. No. I mean, them, it's, that's, I mean, that's if you're a hockey ironic. player, that's a lifestyle. Like, if you're a hockey player, you don't have hockey hair. You have fucking hair because you're a hockey player. Right. Yeah, so it's like, so, so like there are certain people that can pull off all that shit, but I, I don't, once again, I, I pay attention to trend and we try and do that if we have to. But even the TikTok haircut, like it's, I don't think it's the best representation of a lot of folks, mm-hmm. you know, especially if like, for some reason I'm paying the pay-per-view to watch fucking Jake Paul and that shit it just looks <laughs> heinous. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? You're like, this is garbage, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I, and I don't want to shit on thousand dollar garbage. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to shit too. on the trend. Right. It's like, if you want that, like, yo, that's, what's cool. But like for me, there's never a time where that's going to be a thing that looks great or we really revisit like a middle part. I think it for certain people can be cool. Is it about, is it about just uh, 
like being beholden to a trend period where it's like, yo, you're going to look back on this and realize that you were fucking victim to the times. Yeah. In some capacity. It's like, even when guys come in for wedding cuts, which I've done, which feels like hundreds, Mm. if not thousands at this point, like the wedding haircut, like I'm about to get married. I'm going to get married. It's like, well, okay, let's try to give you something that like, if I look at your wedding photos, I don't know when you got married. Mm. Right. You want something to be timeless. Now, what does timeless mean is a hair part like, you know, because there was a lot of that talk that like, oh, well, the you know, new generation doesn't like hair parts. And like people were mad, like millennials were mad. And I was like, when did older folks ever care about like young people not thinking they were cool? That's yeah, yeah. the history of everything. Sure. <laughs> so what the fuck are you mad about? But I, I <laughs> think I think anything that's too trend driven. Yeah. And I mean, also, I, I we try to strive for things that are going to like maybe last a little bit. Yeah. And it's a representation of like, that's a billboard for Mildred where it's like, I mean, in some capacity, it's more like, Hey, bottom line, someone comes in and be like, Hey, you know, hair better than me. What should I do? I'm like, listen, I know hair in general, but you, you have to live with this every day and you know you better. So yeah. Yeah. And I, and you know, your, you know, what, what you like, what you don't, what makes you feel good. You know that you have court tomorrow and exactly. (laughs) We can't fuck around. We got to cover up the neck tattoo. Is is wedding cut the highest pressure scenario that you could be in? No, I, this sounds also kind of hilarious, but I tell people like, yo, like I've had a few guys that were like new, like I literally had someone come in who I met once at a, at a, at a holiday party who was getting married, had not cut his hair in like three years. And he's like, Hey, it's my wedding haircut. And it was the first time I met him and it was great. But it was one of those things that like, if someone's like, Hey, this one's really important. It's, it's my wedding day. I'm like, I hate to sound like too blue collar and craftsman, right. but like every single one of them is important. I don't give a shit if it's your wedding day or sure, a Tuesday, sure, sure, sure. I'm giving you the same haircut. Like I'm, I'm, or at least I'm putting in the same amount of effort. Right. Always. right. Yeah. And that's the, the, you know, the, the most that I can, you know, so I think the most high pressure situation for me is a lot of the pop-up stuff, a lot of the informal environment stuff, a lot of the L'Oreal mm, when stuff. When you're out of your element a little bit. Yeah. Cause I've gotten old. And that's and, like, that's marketing then too. That's yeah, like a different And I've gotten old and comfortable to where it's like for years, there's been like, Hey, will you come to so-and-so's office or store? Oh. And the answer is always no. Mm. With the exception, like I'll go for Teddy. Of course you will. No question. Who's the biggest name you've ever turned down? Um, I think this one, we asked this one last time and I'm not real sure. It's probably still that we turned out like Daniel Craig was right, probably right. still because <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no one that I've turned down since. Like, listen, there's some people and I have some hilarious stuff in my inbox and people that call that offer like, Hey, I'll pay a thousand dollars. Hey, I'll do this. And I know that sounds like, Holy shit. Why wouldn't you do that? And I wouldn't do that because at this point I'm so fortunate in my barbering career that like I have people that have been in that I cut this week. They're like, Hey Rob, I booked October and November and I'm waiting on December, but I don't have anything for September yet. Can you let me know? So I have such a relationship and a bond with a lot of these people. That's very real that I genuinely do want to fit them in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like that is more important and it makes, it makes things There's already not enough time. Right. Yeah. And it it makes my life more sustainable. Like if I would have went and made like 2,500 bucks a pop a day doing bullshit, I guarantee you when the pandemic hit, I probably would have been standing there oh, and had like three haircuts a day. Yeah. And I stayed, been, I stayed begging Daniel Craig for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I stayed completely the bond. Yeah. to trim dude. Yeah. But it's I, all, I was lucky enough to say completely booked throughout. <laughs> right. You know, and like, that's a thing. You're a true man of the people, bro. Well, I've just, I, I was just fortunate to have a relationship with folks and, and it's a real one, even if it's with hundreds of people, like I value it more just as much as anything in my life not cutting hair much like podcasts it's a relationship business trust and relationships are everything and i think that uh i'm going to ask you a few questions where (laughs) we're really going to lean into that trust and lean into that relationship that you have both with us and with the 18 million listeners 
listening around the world. <laughs> over 20. Rob. Now. Yeah, Millen, it got to be over 20. Who, who knows where we're at yet. now, to be honest. Rob Leonelli. <laughs> what is the best way to shave your balls? The best way to shave your balls. And not my, just balls, but. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there any sponsors on this shit for no. you guys? No. All right, well, Anchor. Anchor. Whoever sponsors. Better way to shave your balls, if, bitch. If, if, man, yeah. if, Manscaped, Manscaped. if Manscaped starts throwing some bread, <laughs> it's, it's Manscaped. Manscaped. Whoever starts throwing money. Yeah. Is it really? Take that for a is it really Manscaped? I mean, I think it's an interesting thing. I, you know, this is f- fucked up to admit, but I really don't think it's a thing you should do. You're all natural. Yeah, man. I you're am. fucking George, but if you had you're, to George, do you're it. George HW. <laughs> well, I think the thing about it is, is like, Full there's bush. just really not a, I don't think there's a great way. Plus, like, like I don't know, man. Like, science has hey, not figured some, out the perfect some way. Some people, to shave I, I'm sure, and, and hey, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that believe dicks and balls to be beautiful. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> right. So the more that my shit, especially my old balls, can be covered up, <laughs> just leave those motherfuckers for where they're at. You know, yeah. like leave them there. Um, my wife's in the other room, so maybe she could come <laughs> on and tell me is what she, she prefers. She like listening, or she, I can't. She's I, can't probably see listening, okay. but um, in any case. Christine, are you listening? Uh, let us know. Here, here's, okay, she's, yeah, she's listening. <laughs> here's what else I would say. If you are so inclined to do any type of manscaping right. or, or body hair Dude, grooming, which dick. I also like, I don't think you should shave your chest and shit. I think that's whack. What about like take, what about like pits? I mean, okay. If you whatever, shave your pits? I, 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 don't, I don't have a problem with trim, that. Trim. I, I used to trim mine and, okay. I, and mostly because this is Not really hilarious because I cuff my sleeves. So mm, you don't want right. to like, you know, sure. pull up and everything else, but you got to show up if, the fucking test. Listen, I think if you're going to do whatever you're going to do, w- w- you know, man, manscape, you know, body grooming, do not take that shit down to skin, throw right. a guard on there. Sure. And keep your shit safe and <laughs> stay keep vigilant it, and keep always it, be guard. Keep it kind of natural. Do you have some like trauma from like when you're in a, just a young buck in Columbus where you just fucking nick, just your nick sack, my like, balls. Yeah. I, yeah I, I mean, I've definitely nicked who my has balls. You nick sack? If you haven't nicked your balls. Nick sack. And now my, I'm old and my balls have so much extra skin. <laughs> right. that it's, it's nothing but nicks. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? A whole, a whole a, roster. A whole starting a whole five fucking roster. I was Shit's there. I like was there with you, James. I was there with the Knicks roster. Let's go. I was there. fucking John Starks on the sack. I got the dunk. Yeah. But if you were Patrick My balls look like Charles Oakley's now. Like that's how. But if you are a particularly hairy motherfucker and you want to trim, you're saying get a designated thing to do it? Well, another thing, yeah, I will say, I don't know. you're tainted asshole as well? Yeah, I mean, whole different thing. Whole different ball game. Listen, if you're going for the asshole and all that, then see a professional. Yeah, please. Come on, dog. Especially if you live in New York City, you can get somebody to bleach and all that. Any bodega, the wax. Just go, yeah, in the back. There's a dating app for that. Especially on Ridge Street. Yeah. Hinge, that's like, my perfect Sunday is getting my asshole bleached on yeah, what do you need a sixer presidente? You want your asshole bleached? Exactly. Listen, I'm on the dating shop. app Waxer, W-A-X-R. <laughs> Triple X's on yeah. that. But um, yeah, if you're going to do it, I think I also think, no joke, the I don't know a lot about all the Manscaped types of things and right. that are out there, but I bet they're fucking great. Uh, In yeah. comparison to what we had to deal with, especially me, there's got to be rusty like the, ass, I, the iPod of like, fucking yeah, like rusty yeah, there's ass. Like a, there's like a Roomba, clippers. a Roomba for your asshole. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I think that's what the new Tesla robot is going to do. Shit's got ten digits, bro. <laughs> Feels nice. All right, here's a more general question about uh, shaving your fucking dick area. Should one, present company included, <laughs> this guy, I'm, yeah, I'm pointing at Lawrence. This is Lawrence, a question about me. Law. Uh, should you, if you are so inclined to use a some sort of grooming trimmer. Uh, should you use a different trimmer for your face and a different one for your nether? 
asshole I mean, area? Absolutely. Or? There's okay. no question. Okay, so I should get a second. Listen, yes, here's the thing. Listen, for everyone at home that has the home clipper, which I think every guy probably should. Agreed. In some capacity. What's your favorite? Wait, like what's a, a beard trimmer or like an actual like I mean, a wall it could be both. clipper? It could be both. If you, Let's say you only have one. I think you want the big boy. Oh, you yeah. want the, interesting. And listen, what's I, your brand of choice? Let's let's. I think I think Wall and Andis are the two to go with. Oster's great as well, but like get a Wall cordless like Magic Clip, yeah, and get either a Detailer or an Andis like Slimline Pro. And these are quick searches, right? Unfortunately, there used to be a, a, a number of barber supplies around, but the internet fucked that up. So and, now you just mm, buy this on like Amazon, yeah, right? which is unfortunate, right, right, man. Sure, it really but. is, but that that's kind of what it is. But Having something at home is important. Don't hate the player, hate the game. If you're if you're gonna be a gross motherfucker and use the same <laughs> shit, you have to. No matter what, you hey, still. Hey, you're talking. You're insulting no, my no, podcast host. Like, this might be the wake up call that I need, dude. Yes, you need to get a a, a can of disinfectant and lubricant. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> this sounds kind of fucked up. This is lubricant for your clipper, not for the shit you're. Uh, trying. Right, right, right. And there, you can Mark get for your ass. Lawrence is using the same loop. He's like, he's like, Jen, I'm home. I'm home. I'm gonna call you and be like, it's an emergency. So the home. wall clippers in my ass. I <laughs> yeah. use the lubricant. What do I do now? My balls is hilarious. Get just, the lube. Shaving just naked dick. in your loafers. The yeah. loafers you make. Trimming naked your balls. In the black stock I'm, and I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> naked and afraid and in love. I think yeah. is the one they have out now. But in any case, okay. Get a can. It's called Andis Cool Care. It's like it's literally a five in one that will make that trimmer or clipper that you bought last 10, 10 years. If you just use it before and after every fucking. So it's just even, it's, forget about hygiene. It's a financial decision. It's a $10 can that should last you like a year, if not longer. Okay. And it'll keep yeah. that shit ready to go. And that's where a lot of guys go wrong. Plus, Price man, like wear on that bad boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus, there's a lot of bacteria floating around on that shit. Sure. So well, not me, dude. I'm clean keep as a whistle, but I can clean. imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so try to use a different if if and hey, Damn, if that's I'm something gross. I'm gross, right? If that's it's something right. you can't afford, then get some cool care. This, Lawrence, this, is, this is actually not a podcast. We're not even recording this in interventions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Damn, okay. Right. Fucking Listen, dick face. If, if there's ever if there's ever someone in this field that I was gonna take advice from, yeah. it's obviously Rob. Well, hey, so that, I, that, you know, that means a world. Intervention podcast by any other name, I'll take it. That means a world. Rob, so, uh you've been around the block. You've been how many shops do you think you've kind of like worked in over your career? Um, you have to just throw a number out there. You know, probably not as many as a lot of barbers have been cutting hair as long as I've. I've been really fortunate. So you've been doing I, this for how many years? Um, probably on about like you know full time year eleven. Okay, so you're um, fucking expert in the field. You well, get plus I'm, in the I'm game. still learning. I'm still learning. It, so. How do you get better? Yeah, how does a barber get better? This um, long I, I think game. New York City is a great place for that because you have a such a diverse client base and people from all over the country and world. So I, I think the one thing that's interesting is we not we might not be the best at one thing, but I think we're really, really, really good and capable at kind of everything, if that makes sense. Sure. So that feels really good. Um, so I think that's one way to improve is to be around a diverse client base. But I mean, there's people that do all the barbering shit probably better than we do, but that's it's in a way it's like, that's the one thing they do. Like, yo, I do tape ups or shape ups right. all day and I, sh I shave a design in your head. Yeah. And it's fucking ill. Yeah. But we will have, you know, someone who wants that. And then someone who comes down with hair to the middle of their back. And I think we do a pretty, <laughs> pretty damn good job of both. Um, but yeah, and shop wise, um, I cut a little bit at my dad's shop and he had two, he had one on Shirley road in Youngstown for those who know Shirley road which is Brownlee Woods, which is Boom Boom Mancini and uh, Kelly the Ghost Pavlik Boxers. Pretty cool little neighborhood, if anyone cares, uh, which is no one. Cut that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Chef. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and then um, 
Uh, yeah. And then he's over in Boardman off Market Street. So I've cut in both those shops. So okay. that makes two. Uh, nearly the the first BB in East Village. Mm-hmm. And when I say nearly, I mean, I've cut at, at BBEV, BBLA, BB, you know, Brooklyn, rest in peace. Um, I cut out at the usual in Colorado, which was a great place that I almost moved out to to own. Oh, wow. With Bridget, uh, who's a, a, a phenomenal barber and a great, great spot out there in Denver, out there in Denver, excuse me. Um, a f- a numerous overseas, man. I cut it. So I cut it. Like a yeah. Dozen. Yeah. At least, at least 12 to 15. Like the, the coolest place I ever cut was called American Barbershop. American. American in Kobe in Japan. Oh, wow. Damn. And uh, I was That's doing beef. this pop up. It was for BB. And there were like 30 folks taking photos and video. Yikes. And there was a dude next to me as I was cutting, doing like, you know, a full floral installation in like a vintage motorcycle. <laughs> and it was the coolest shit that I've ever done. And then after we went to this sushi spot and drank like bottles of sake and we're ripping cigs in there. Um, <laughs> my wife shouldn't hear that. Uh, I don't smoke anymore, but it was not only in Japan. Yeah. And it, it was a phenomenal place. And I was so floored by that. So the cut, cutting hair in Japan was the most humbling experience I've ever had. So I'm, yeah, I've been fortunate to cut maybe 15 or 20 shops in a limited capacity. So, but- so needless to say, you have, you're a fucking, you are part of white barbershop culture. And which is very much a thing, as, especially in New York. And like, it, you know, it, it definitely started like Blind Barber is definitely a fucking institution, uh, a pioneer and institution yeah. like in, in the formation of that like cool guy barbershop culture. Yeah. But today, what is the wackest thing in New York City white barbershop culture that you can point to? And just like, yo, I don't I don't need that. Not naming right names, now. but just generally. Well, yeah, I, I think I think the, the, the funny thing about and, and I don't want it, to it most definitely is like white dude barbershop culture. But what's interesting is that. I think we've talked about this before. The, that was on some, a different podcast. Yeah, <laughs> some some of the segregation in um, barbering, it, I don't want to say it's a good thing, but there's something really special and interesting about a Dominican barbershop or a black barbershop or a Russian barbershop or an old Italian barbershop. And I think that the, some of the trend that let's say like a blind barber or fellow um, and Frank's was not a white barbershop by any Frank's means. Frank's shop. Yeah, Frank's. But, but it was still like, it was a catch-all for, like I said, for people that were like, damn, I, I, I don't want to go into one of those shops and have all my hair cut off and maybe just have a sick fade. Right. Um, but I don't want to go to the salon either. Cause they're going to maybe hem my shit up yeah. and it'll look good on right. top or something. Yeah. So the, I think that the, the positive was, is that it was a catch all that like, you're not spending $15 and you're not spending a hundred, you're spending 50 and you're getting a pretty good product and you're dealing with a pretty diverse set. Sure. Um, and although like a lot of our clients aren't black, we do have a really diverse client base. And we also have some folks that aren't, you know, that may, um, are transitioning or aren't sure how they identify. And that's a really special thing that we learned a lot from, especially one of our friends owns a place in Greenpoint called Baddies, Alana, who taught us a lot about how to approach those situations that we may be just like stupid white dudes and don't right. know what we're doing. Totally. Um, but the wackest thing to me is literally trying to recreate some of that shit that was genuine. Like looking at like seeing Blind Barber and like painting old barbershop on your window mm. and getting an old vintage barber right. old haircut yeah. and wearing a fucking pair of red wings. Sure. Like, and that's in general, not even in New York, but like, I feel like I saw some, you know, shop and I don't know the shop and this isn't to be mean, but I think it was like in Florida and the dude was <laughs> opening up and he had on like red wings and like raw denim, salvage and- denim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, it's fucking, you're in Florida, bro. Yeah. Like you could have so much fun with this. Shit. Right, right, right. 
So don't be something. Don't so, so, so something it's like kind of copying a but, formula that's yeah. Been but listen, that's my issue. That's my issue. The downside of the internet, and that's my issue with the world. You know, like there used to be a ton of regional shit. I right. go back to Youngstown, and here's like the greasy spoon spot, and now some dudes like trying to do like a you know, a taco place or something. And you're like, what the fuck right. happened, man? Yeah. And, and you see a lot of people trying to the grab gentrified off. chopped cheese. Yeah. Or like, even like, I <laughs> think it's chop shop. Like, I think it's really cool that people love brands in New York, but you see them like all over their shops in different cities, like New York brands. And it's like, it's kind of cool, but like, is it right? Yeah. You know? So sometimes that it's like, do things that are regional or that are specific and that are close to you. Because I think that barbershops that have real value are ones that at least pay attention to where they are and who the people are that come in, mm -hmm. not just what's cool. Right, right, right. So that's probably my biggest issue. And the other thing, man, is just we've seen the the pandemic has thinned the herd a bit, which is sad for some, but there were just so many of these places popping up that had reclaimed wood and fucking right. yeah. bourbon and, and whatever. <laughs> and it was just like, come on. And that's why Mildred is the way that it is. Like, dude, the BB thing, the BBEV especially is the coolest shit I ever walked into. Right. And, and, and Joji Rodrigo, who put me on was the coolest guy I ever met and still is. But that was a perfect time for that. Right. And it's still really cool because that's well, they what created, B like you create a blueprint. Yeah. Right? That's what BBEV is. And that's fucking still to me. I mean, you know, there's a lot that's changed. It's like, I'm older now and, and everything else, but you know, do, do your thing. And that's why yeah. Mildred is kind of like, I don't, yourself. Even think, I don't even think our shop's that cool looking. It kind of looks like, you know, some dudes who kind of knew what they were doing and <laughs> we're still figuring it out. We built um, it out yourselves. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it feels, it feels kind of genuine to us. It's of like, course. and you, well, you it's look, honest and real. And that's what, yeah, that's and you, the blessing. And you look in the corners from. of the room and you're like, these motherfuckers definitely laid the tile down yeah. here because it's all <laughs> fucked up. You know, like there's so much shit. Yeah. It's like cut hair better Paul, than you laid Like tile Paul's Rob. driving in from a soccer game from his kids. Like, all right, bro, I stopped at the Home Depot and I got, and we're like, all right, sick. See if they put your shirt on. Yeah. Put your shirt on and eat some food and fucking let's do some work. But, Rob, uh, but yeah, I want to ask you a question that is not subjective. I don't want a long winded Rob answer. Yeah. I want to fuck the real, the yeah. real thing. Sorry. Statement. About the no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's because the nature of this question. That's because I just, this is for this question only. Let's yeah. do it. How much should you tip your barber? Don't say it based on circumstance and yeah. blah, blah, what's blah, the blah, right blah, answer. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give you a quick long winded. I'm mad at this shit. <laughs> we raised our prices like uh pre pandemic like because it was just bucks, a thing right? to do, but I still haven't really had the guts or the ability to charge most of my folks that okay. like, so I'm bad at this, but what should you tip your barber? I mean, like, is it a percentage? Is it I, I think that it's, it's really hard. I think experience does matter. You know, someone who's engaged and who gives a shit about what you're doing and who you are, I think matters. I mean, you know, I think there are guys that come in that don't, that shouldn't tip me $20 or $40. Based but they, on what? Based on maybe the fact that they might only be making 50 grand gotcha. a year or whatever, but they give a shit, you know? And like, so the people that give it's a shit that tip too much and the people that don't, maybe don't tip enough. I've been really lucky to like, my average tip is probably $15. What, okay. is, Lawrence, what is Lawrence tip? Well, Lawrence isn't allowed to tip. I'm not really. No, hell, I'm no. not allowed to pay it's for not anything. Happening. It's not You're happening. Not allowed to tip though. I'm not allowed to tip. Not allowed right. to tip. I try. Um, but listen, I tried, what, listen. I think so. Our cuts right now on the site are fifty five dollars. You and know, so, like if you if you give a barber a ten dollar bill after that. Is that kind? I think so. Okay. You that's know what I mean? 20%, like percent. That's just under 20%. Yeah, just under yeah. 20%, which I still think is good. Like, hey, if you want to give him 15 bucks, but like, I don't think you need to put the effort in to meet 20 to where like, you know, someone gives you like 1250 or right, $13. Right, right. Like, I think don't do that because one, if you're going to give the 12, give the 15. <laughs> and if you're not, then just give the 10, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're good. 
you has twelve dollars? <laughs> well, I just think, and then you, you got know, a ten and a two dollar bill, <laughs> yeah, or whatever you you know. And so it's one of those things that like I don't think you need to be tied to twenty percent. Tip what you can, but I think a ten dollar tip at a barbershop is a kind thing. Yeah, you know, it's I a think gesture it, for sure. Yeah, anything under that is because like, hey, you can't afford much more, and that's okay. But that should be why. Right. It, it, for no other reason should it be that. All right. So is $10 there, is nice. All right. So 10 at a minimum, right? 10 feels kind. That's 10, a sweet 10 spot. is good. Yeah. Uh, besides like maybe not tipping or under tipping, what's the biggest sin a customer could commit in the sacred space of the barbershop? Well, we've extended our appointment times, but it was always like, yo, if you're going to roll in late, like how about this? If you're no. new and you want to, and you're going to be late, yo. you're brand new. It's bad for us because we want you it matters to us that you have the full experience. And what and does that and mean? Right, right. You're, you're whole whole what does the full experience mean? It's not like we're giving you a fucking can of Miller Lite and throwing a cape on you. And, Gre- <laughs> and, and the, half the time, Greg's showing one of us something he found on Depop. He's like, boss, look at this shirt or whatever. Look at, this, look at these belts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or boss, look at this truck or whatever. So, And we're always kind of engaged with the whole shop, which makes it fun. The experience means that I have a chance to get to know who the fuck mm-hmm. you are right. for the first five or ten minutes. And that's really fucking important to me. That's why, that that's why like I'm serial ha- killer. Yeah, that's why I'm happy. That's why I love what I do. If yeah. I don't have that ch- chance, yeah. I don't want to cut your hair at all. And someone new now, if you're a regular and I've been cutting you for years, most of the time we got some leeway, but it also comes down to the work yeah. and, and everyone will assume that, Oh, well, listen, I only want like a number two and this is easy. Like, well, the one thing we do understand about your hair that you might not is how hard it is to fucking cut it. Sure. Some people I can do their haircut in 15 minutes because it just sits other people. It's going to take me 50. Yeah. So try to be on time. And Please. if you can't be on time, you know, we try to reschedule you. I know that can be really hard for our shop and especially for me because I'm booked out for a few months. I'll fucking um, sprint to Mildred from that bro, train. Bro, yeah. you're 10 minutes early. You're late. Yeah, exactly. Well, early's Tom on. Coughlin, hey, yeah, said, early's on time. Coach Coughlin. Coughlin. Early's on time. Outside of that, just don't be a dick to people. Be right. polite. Be kind. And uh, and hey, if you have a photo or inspiration or something like that, don't be embarrassed. Right, right, I right. see so many guys that are like, um, I know you don't like this. I'm like, what the fuck? This uh, makes my... You're going to show me what yeah. you want. Here's TikTok Lawrence again. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Daniel no, Craig. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not me, dude. Here's James again. Here's what I don't want to look like. Yeah, no. Like, well, that's no, genetic. No. That's, that's not, that actually. Is not the truth. You guys are both <laughs> handsome TikTok, men. That's fucking fine. But yeah, so just be Here's on time. Be on time. And hey, if you have some inspiration or reference, the other thing is, is like, don't come late and then sit down and be like, I think I want to do something really different this time. Right, right, it's right. Like, right. nah, dog. That's yeah. not the situation. Move. That is not yeah. the move. So yeah. kind of understand, you know, the environment and audience. But otherwise, yeah. man, we're we're pretty accommodating and welcoming. I think we have a a polite team. A we got seven people total at the shop, you know, a couple managers and, and the five barbers that I think are all really, really good. I think everyone's better than I am. And I'm not saying that to be nice. Who's, I think the, best, I, who's the best barber at Mildred? <laughs> I think my brother-in-law, as I said before. Who's that? Vinny. Oh, and then Vinny Sanford. San, Michael Sanford Rodriguez is who our newest barber. But like Sanford just is really good at everything. But who's the worst? Is it Paul? <laughs> Don't tell me it's no, Paul. No, I think <laughs> I, I, it's your barber. It's probably it's probably me to be oh, honest. Oh, well, that's no, no, my barber. No, no, yeah, about. it's probably me. No, I mean, the thing about it is, is like, I think everyone is really capable. And like, right. that's the dream, right? Like, yeah. if I am out and someone comes in and I'm not there, like there's some dude who listens to the podcast who comes in from California who can't get an appointment with me, but can sit with Sanford and they have this amazing experience or Vinny or whomever that like, that's the luckiest thing you could have. Yeah. That's why it's an off day. And I can sit here and drink and talk to you guys and not be worried about what's going on fucking, down the block. Uh, so we're lucky. We're yeah, lucky. Barbershop super team. It's the dream team. We're bro. fortunate. One thing that is, you know, a constant in barbershops across the country, regardless of race, color, creed, 
is the shop talk. But when and where or how do, where does shop talk cross the line? Like, is <laughs> it, it kind of like, you know, when you line. see it like, or is yeah. it, it crosses the line with my man, Gary Kid Stark Jr. Kid Stark, the best trainer in New York City. No, he, so Gary's one of my clients from Brooklyn who's a former boxer and will come in and light the place up. And he's <laughs> the man. Um, but, you know, where does it cross the line? I mean, first and foremost, like, you know, any misogynistic, racist, homophobic, no hate speech. Sexist, I mean, like, it's just a come on. It yeah. can't happen. What do you like? What do you think? Your therapist's ever, office. Have um, you ever had that happen? And, and what, how do you I mean, that? I think there's been times where something's happened where people didn't realize. And now I'm at the point now where I've been cutting long enough to where it's like, it's a quick correction. And right. not in like where I'm like demeaning someone. No. Cause yeah. I, I don't have, if someone misspeaks and then I can have a conversation with them. Yeah. Cause I know that in my time at 42 years old, I probably misspoke a ton. Sure. Who right? has it? So I'm going to do it for I, a living. Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take accountability, but when it comes down to it, like, yeah, there's just zero hate speech. And then furthermore, um, we try to leave a lot folks are going to want to talk about politics. And I mean, come on, think about the time we're in right now or different things. Yeah. And a lot of that conversation we're all in line with, but there's times too, to where like we want to be a little bit more solution based. And sometimes when you talk about a lot of the people in power, a lot of these folks represent a lot of what we're not in some capacity. Right. So we try to like bring it back to like, let's think about community. Let's maybe pay a little bit more attention about what we're doing in local elections or, and I'm not saying that we're that, dialed in politically, but it comes down to trying to bring it back to New York and how lucky we are to be in this bubble. Have you ever had to 86 someone? Just um, fucking jazzy no. Jeff them out the door? No, we haven't had Uncle Phil. I yeah. think it's Uncle Phil him. Uncle Phil is fed up. Uncle Phil, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. By the way. First yeah. things first. Damn. I still, it still fucks me up when Will's dad doesn't show up. Everyone oh knows God. it. And if you don't know it, you should. Mm -hmm. um, but in any case, um, <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't think we've ever had to throw someone out. We've had these, these opportunities to potentially phase someone out based on not being accommodating. Okay. Interesting. But, but for the most part, are you just like, yo, again, the, the not being a courteous, uh, that's not yeah. where it's like some guys like, yo, I think my barber just broke up with me. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, and I want to say this is to anyone who's listening, who's been struggling with an appointment, especially with me. I, there's you've a, been phased out. Bitch. I, no, no, no. Yeah. You haven't. You, you have just it. got Uncle Phil. 99.9% of the people <laughs> I'm trying to follow up with or get back to. I just need to get a little bit more organized. That's right. what it comes down to. I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed you, right, right do, now. Do you want to borrow our assistant? No, <laughs> I want some shorts. No, yeah. no. I just need to do a better job and I need to carve out time. And we've all been lucky enough to be so busy. And we have a, a, such a social atmosphere that like yeah. when I get off work sometimes, like, it's not my first thought to go check email for two hours, right, which right, is what I should do. Right. Nah. But normally it's like, we'll go and like, I'm, you know, I'm shooting pool with Greg or, right. or, or we're at the beach with Paul or my wife and I are out. Like we're trying to enjoy it a little sure. bit as well. Try that's to live what your fucking life. That's what makes us happy at work. It's, right, it, it's, right. it's what makes us who we are at work. Cause there's a lot of our lives that we want to remain honest and genuine. We're just normal, like people trying to work, but there's a little bit of the aspiration of being in New York that we want to yeah. soak it up, especially after this year, even though sure. it's tough right now. Sure. So, so, you know, I don't so think anyone would hold that against you. I mean, I think that's like, answer again, sorry. I think that's like a fatal flaw with a lot of people that work for themselves to some degree where it's like, you know, having a handle on fucking the work life balance. And then also yeah. like being yeah. like, well, I'm my own boss. So like, I don't want to answer email for two hours. Yeah. Maybe There's I should. Why. Maybe I should work with a guy hey. who will do that. Well, yeah, And you know who does the most for me and even us when it comes to that? It still is Christine. Mm. Christine would be like, hey, you guys Your better um, half truly just she's, like my better half over. Yeah, here. she's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, she is the. She's literally the glue 
of everything for me. And, is Love Jeanette um, and Mildred? Is it like one opera, a single? So operation? it's two is separate it LLCs. Like, okay. But we, you know, what's funny? Shared since, resources. Well, since the podcast, I oh. talked some shit on on the old show, and now that I'm on the new show, <laughs> yeah, I don't all know the shit I talked happened. Yeah, so I'm so lucky to where like Yo, you, man- manifest, you manifested bro. it. Bro. Well, I think I think you maybe you guys really put some asses. <laughs> yeah, in I don't seats. know. Maybe. Thank you. I owe you a check. But we were <laughs> no, able just, to just yeah, from just that free time cuts for life. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Christine was in the back of the shop. That's right. And by the, then in the sink by the sink area. Yeah, right? and then yeah, yeah. you know since then you know we we negotiated, which took some time. We did an amendment to our current lease. Oh, aggressive fucking, expansion. Yeah, yeah and, try out. And they're really they're next door. <laughs> so and then so that caused us to expand the shop as well. Right. Mm. So they have a four chair salon next door, which is equal to the square footage. So we we took on like double. Yeah. But Fuck they yeah. you know Christine runs it, and when it comes and and her her business partner Jenna and the ladies over there are phenomenal as well. Whitney, Sean, and Raina. They're phenomenal. The guys at the shop are phenomenal. It's its literally kind of one big happy family. I mean, we yeah. might talk a little shit. Of course. Oh, Who has like it? How, if we do. didn't, what the fuck, right? Yeah. So, but we're lucky, man. You're we're Italian. Really, yeah. Hey, hey, we're really lucky. So, yeah. So, since then, we've expanded. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been great. One and, of the things that, um, like, small business owners have had to kind of grapple with is, is the ever-changing, you know, laws coming down from Policies. The, the Bozio, right? The Bozo. Billy D, huh? Fucking Mr. What's the fuck is his name? Mr. Ousted. You Mr. Know. I'm, not, wow. I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. Wow. <laughs> maybe Andrew, I, maybe Andrew, I don't want to change the name. Yeah. Andrew Gropo. Yeah. Um, but have you had... So now I think that uh, businesses are required to, and it will be enforced soon, you have to show proof of vaccination to enter a lot of like small businesses, right? So have you had to deal with any anyone... Who's trying to get a cut that refused to wear a mask or refused to like show proof of vax? If that's what you guys are doing right now, I gotta say, not even close. Really? Okay. I mean, good. the type, the types of folks you fucking come- prepared. I mean, I know you fucking. Is that nah, what Paul's no been violence, working out? No violence, no. especially at my old age. But um, but you got no, scissors. we uh, yeah, exactly right. We um, we have been beyond fortunate uh, to have the most understanding and supportive client base that you could ever have through yeah. such a situation that yeah. there's yeah. been no question. If anything, when the mask mandate was lifted and we felt comfortable enough to do so, people were coming with masks and double checking. Right, right. Um, people unsolicited are showing vaccine cards. Mm. Uh, I mean, the funny thing is about for a lot of us or really all of us at shop in some capacity, like I know nearly all my clients' vaccine story, yeah. like how hard it was to get an appointment, how they felt after shot one to shot two, right. what happened with the family, all that type of shit. So we've been in this thing together. Sure. It's been complex. How uh, they reacting to the microchip and yeah, we, yeah, yeah, 5G and yeah. all the whatever the, what the non- services like whatever the fucking nonsense the world is. <laughs> you know, so we've been really lucky and I and it's literally allowed us to do our job. Yeah. I mean, without it, I don't even know that we would feel comfortable or confident enough to be able to provide sure. the service we provide. So it's it's our livelihood and it's kept it's literally kept us alive in more ways than one. So I'm a huge proponent. I mean, I understand there's fear and there's a lot of there's there's politics around it and so on, but I can't stress the importance of the opportunity for us to get vaccine and our clients and for us to be able to do what we do. Keep um, politics out of barbershops, dude. That's what I'm fucking <laughs> I <bad>. mean, <laughs> let's, 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 let's love each other a little. Well, I don't know if, uh, you know, some people conflate media with politics these days, but uh-huh. um, recently you guys had a big feature. Uh, Eric and Paul, two of the other, co- the other two co-founders. Uh, I founded the shop with Eric mm. and then Paul came in came with in the, a, with the a secret. Part. 
Long Island bag. <laughs> so where did you Paul. get this money, Paul? Off the back of a truck. He's my cousin. Come on. You're like, what the what? No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, Paul. Paul joined in. He embezzled from his children's soccer league. Exactly. Yeah, he was just doing side bets. Yeah. My kid's a ringer. Yeah. Eric and Paul were included in this huge New York Times feature that was like on 115 of NYC's essential workers. Yeah. How did it feel to have your boys next to firefighters and nurses? <laughs> I mean, my wife was in it as well. Oh, that's oh right. shit. Sorry that's to mention. Um, How did it feel to I, have I'll you guys? Ha- I have to say that it was probably one of the cooler experiences because based on um, their lives, especially Paul's, uh, Paul is a very, his schedule has to be so regimented mm. that a lot of the extra shit he just can't do mm. because he's that type of dad. Right. I it's, quit my full-time job and started podcasting just so <laughs> I could get haircuts from Paul during the week. He doesn't do, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah, do exactly, weekends. Right. right. And he's so bound <laughs> to that in a way that's like probably the most inspiring thing about him. And then Eric in, in a similar fashion is so He'll do anything, but he literally doesn't care. Like, I think he was really happy, but it's like, hey, there's this Whatever. extra thing going on. He's like, yeah, I would do If you need me, I'll um, do it. If yeah. you need Eric, he's the first guy there. Yeah. But he does. It doesn't matter to him. Right. He loves his life. He has so many other things that he does. The cutting hair is a vehicle for all that. Yeah. Sure. So to see both of them, like kind of front and center. Get the shine. It was nice because I've been so lucky to like, I've been in the times and I've, right. I've done a lot of these things. Did and I think sometimes that. people think it's like. I'm trying to do it. It's more so like I do realize on your Dr. Fauci shit. Yeah, you're handsome as fuck. Well, I think, but also too, I've always realized the importance of like, hey, that could when my brother in law was new, that could get my brother in law a few haircuts. That's a good thing. Yeah, I could get Sanford. That's why you're on the podcast. We got five chairs. Like, sure. And it's not about us because we try to give those guys. You understand how the personal brand can like have a a, a, a positive impact on the bottom line, ripple effect. Yeah, Yeah. earned media is what it's all about. I don't want to have like a PR person or want to put up a fucking ad or whatever. So, so one, it was really (laughs) great. Is earned media. Here's the other thing too. Those the the three of those people are very hypercritical about themselves in a way. Like they, oh, like especially my wife. Like I don't look good in that photo. This that. And one, they all looked phenomenal. They did. Two, they all felt really good about the finished product. Sure. And we had other friends. It was a beautiful kind of yeah, portfolio. Yeah, we had other friends the in there as well. Like our friend, you know, Dash, our friends from Friends and Lovers, who's a DJ. And we knew some other folks in there yeah, and so on. Lovers. So Great it was part. like, yeah, he was a part owner of that place. And one of our dear friends, he's close to the BB guys. And like, so you're thumbing through and looking through. And you're like, I know some of these people. The murderer's right? row of fucking essential yeah, workers. Yeah, man. And it like to even be included at all, it, it almost felt like, wait, are we, do we matter? Right. And I think from a psychological st- all standpoint. matter. It yeah. was like, well, it was just more so like, it's nice to be included with people that are really that are putting their lives in the line literally and that some of these people that it might even be like oh well, why are they still working it's like motherfucker because they have to yeah did you, did you guys ever feel like you're putting like your lives at risk by by bringing people into the shop at like the height I, of covid i think that would feel a little extreme i felt like i was putting i, I worried a lot about my mother-in-law sure and when i was gonna go see her i still haven't been back to ohio to see my dad really Damn. no you know like i you know and and he cut six days a week. So I was worried about him. Sure. I think I was worried about everybody. And then there was a time where we had a COVID scare, not even a scare. Paul, Eric, and Sanford all got COVID. All at the same time, right? Same time. Yikes. And, I, and I'll never forget, like, 
Christine looking at me and I saw her like well up a little bit. Like, are we okay? Yeah. And like that fucked me up. Sure. That gave me that moment to where like, where the fuck is COVID at? I'm trying to fight, yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah. I would, I'm not that <laughs> way, but it really was like show if my wife, if the, these tears, like she's afraid and I, there, and I, yeah. I don't want to be a hyper master. You're just out here punching air. Yeah, yeah. But I, but it's the, it's one of those we'll moments. Nineteen rounds with this. Yeah, it was one of those moments where you're like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So, but for for us, I, I can't speak for the other guys. I think we were fearful of who we could affect, and I didn't want to ever have to make that call to be like, yo, Lawrence, I'm you right. Know, we tested positive, and then you saw your folks or Jenna's folks sure, or something. Sure. That that's would a, fuck that's me up. That's like a brutal. It's thing been a, to have it's to been do, about yeah. the trickle down with that, that and that's been the scary thing. But for us, I think we clearly never had an STD. As far as I know, you have to take these antibiotics. So why weren't you in the portfolio? Yeah, let's talk about because Eric and Paul, they're both very handsome fellows, right? But compared to you, they look like dog assholes. Well, I don't believe that to be true at all. Um, that is not true to all the Eric listeners Paul, out please there. don't fucking yeah. stab yeah. me when I walk into the shop. Um, but you know, I, I actually went to, I, I was at the shoot and they, and they took all of our photos. Okay. They took my photo, they took Sanford's photo and they also took Christine's Damn. business partner, Jenna's photo. And you guys got cut. Well, I, we got cut, you know, and I think um, to be completely honest, I think for a moment you're like, oh, that's kind of sad that we all weren't in it. Right. But then you're like, how many, uh, you know, and, and Sanford's not, you know, a, a all white dude. But then I also was like, you don't need to throw all us motherfuckers in here. Like sure. at a, at an angle, me and Paul look related. <laughs> so like, come on, That's you know, the biggest and, and, compliment he's ever gotten. Well, <laughs> he's a handsome guy. So it was one of those things to where like, so I, th lucky. I think that I was a little sad for Jenna because uh, yeah. she is also such, um, a, you know, a beautiful woman. And, and like, I think her and Christine, sometimes I look at them like, wow, you guys like have this thing and you're so striking, but all told, like it just, they, I think they had 115 people. They came yeah. and took photos yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I may, I, I wasn't feeling myself that day. So oh, maybe really? that was part of it. We um, but, uh, also but I heard that, I heard that you were unfortunately very backlit by the, uh, front window. Yeah. Maybe I was, I, maybe I was a little backlit. I was growing out a goofy haircut the photographer. Photographer. <laughs> one now, but I think, but all, all told, like those guys literally looked phenomenal sure. you know what i'm saying and yeah. it, I, so, so i think that was the other thing i think that their their photos look better yeah. you know that was it you know first thing i asked when i walked in recently was like yo let me see if let me see a paper copy right now yeah and, and that was a cool thing to see in print yeah you know so oh, it, for it was sure. nice it was really in nice. the well, paper of record yeah well uh it, it seems like you know who knows where we're at with covid right now but at least mildred you kind of had a chance to like step back because you had a, a crazy year or two or a few years of like opening up until COVID and at least you had a, a moment to breathe and like catch your breath, maybe like take a step back and look around little reset. with a little, with this reset, if you want to call it that, like it, did you realize if there's anything you want to do differently with Mildred or kind of like, you know, adjust or tweak anything? Well, I think the first thing is that for those of us that had our basic needs met, I mean, the first right. thing I did was like, look at everything and be like, yo, are we going to make it? Meaning like, are we going to be able to keep our apartment? And you know what Jadika said? We, we gonna make, gonna it. make it. He said it. Yeah. So it was won. unclear. It was unclear. Well, at first, we've been able to save. And the main reason we've been able to save money is I have that contract with L'Oreal. Yeah. Um, but we had just, I mean, listen, we put, we bootstrapped the salon. We opened a full salon January something, 2020. Right. Oh. So we took a time lot. Time was never your strong suit. Yeah. We well, that's when we also launched our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> time was never our strong suit. Exactly. <laughs> but we, so we, it was like, 
you know, the first moment that things got really scary, and this is crazy, and I'm a pretty big NBA fan, but the NBA stopped playing basketball. Yeah. Like that night. Where that like night. And, and yeah, that night, like I was sitting having a beer and we were seeing all of these shops talking about like their like cleanliness protocol. Right. And it kind of made me not upset, but I was like, listen, a lot of barbering in the process is about sanitation. Like what else do, what else yeah, can we you do? You should already be like, what are we doing? You know? Clean. So I think we put, we put up a little thing and we felt pretty confident and we had a really great Friday. And by Saturday night, a week, maybe 10 days before we had to shut down, we closed the shopping salon. We just decided like, we care about our people too much. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Press the button. So for the first week I kind of wallowed and like, was like, all right, I got a little bit of a retirement fund. Let's cash that out. I got some cash, you know, under the mattress. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much that is. Had the conversation with my mother-in-law, who's a saint, who was like, you guys can move out to Long Island rent-free and live in the house. I was thinking like D-Day because we weren't sure. Like we, literally death At the time, we were scenario. not approved for unemployment insurance. You know, and throughout this time, major changes for everyone at the shop. Sure. And we just opened a salon. So once we got through that, we got approved for unemployment, which everyone's heard that story, but it was terrible. And it was a bear. Um, we missed out on PPP for sure. the first round, but I, we were able to be here and I really, I tried to focus on like, I'm going to build a routine every day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to clear my head and I'm going to exercise. And then I'm going to drink some bloody Mary's. <laughs> we're going to watch some funny shit. Luckily I had exercise. Yeah. yeah. And then I was that the shops a block away. So it felt safe enough. So I could walk down and like inventory everything in the basement. Right. Put records on. Like there was a day, there was a night I sat down there and probably drank like 15 beers and listened <laughs> to every record we had and was like, I'm going to die. What's going to happen? What's what with the world, climate change, masks. I hope my, my parents, you know, my mom and stepdad, as I mentioned before, Hello, are my yeah, old they're, friend. they're addicts, you know? And I'm like, how are they going to be they're right. addicts? I don't need, they live in the streets sometimes. Like what? That's a little extreme, but like I, I was fearful that they would. But it's be. real shit. Yeah, and then my dad, who he works six days a week. You know, he's a barber. He, he never stopped. He did stop. Okay. He did some like questionable, like, hey, I can cut in this basement. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> no, he lives in Ohio. Please though, don't. Know? Yeah, Open yeah. The window. So yeah, <laughs> but we took the we took the time, and we, and there it was a, a beautiful reset when we reopened. I was working three to four days a week. It felt safe enough to go see my mother in law finally. We spent a little time on Long Island. I worked on a couple of cars. We spent a lot of time. It really is work-life balance for you, bro. That's really what it's coming down to. And it created a thing where like when I wasn't in the shop because of the mandates, I couldn't be in the shop. Mm. So we all, when we were gone, we were gone. That's great. I didn't go down and touch shit up. And I think everyone got a little bit healthier. Mind you, we were lucky people to have our basic needs met. Sure, We were not. I'll tell you, if I had kids or a mortgage or some shit was going down, I don't know what I would have done. But luckily, we didn't have to. Right. So, so it was a great reset. And just I the feel, dog. Yeah, and I feel like we're healthier, happy. Just had yeah, healthier, happier, and more focused. But I'm slipping some of that slipping again because we've gotten so busy. Yeah, I'm trying to balance. It. I'm sure everyone's trying to get in. Well, you got you got to remember, you got to remember that mindset, bro. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's and, key. And that's a thing that that you know the opportunity costs and all the other things. But we we felt like we built a better routine. My wife and I had longer conversations and got to know each other more. Um, I got a chance to reconnect. I have such a great friend group in Ohio. So it was a lot of FaceTime, sure. a lot of this and that. And that shit got old, <laughs> you know, not with friends. Zoom happy hours. Yeah, right. yeah, but but then we had some friends, you know, we did some upstate trips and my friend Kareem has been up a few times. Who's like my heart in Columbus along with some other folks. So like to have that and to get grounded from that again was amazing. And to have the varying conversation too. Like 
I got one buddy who has four kids. My buddy Connor, he's like, I had to explain to my four kids in different ways because of their age ranges of why we're not going on vacation, yeah, yeah. why soccer's canceled, sure. why this is happening. And then someone else who's like, hey, my wife and I are splitting up and I'm losing sure. the house and everything. So, yeah. and then other friends who are like, damn, I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm single and I don't know what to do. So I'm so it, horny, Rob. Yeah, so I was juggling all of these <laughs> I've watched people. every porn. Exactly. I was I've juggling because my friend group's so different from yeah, yeah. the years in Ohio to here that it just was like, People are going through a lot our right text now. conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did watch. Sorry. I did make Sorry. the page 419 of Pornhub. <laughs> but, but now you're you doing it. score. <laughs> like, Damn, Pornhub's been around since 1997. Who is skin diamond? <laughs> anyway. Well, not to add more to your plate or anything, but uh, one thing that I think Lawrence and I were both hoping to see. Mm-hmm. I mentioned come out of the Mildred universe. Bro, when are we going to see some more Mildred merch? Yeah. Well, we we kind of goofed a little. We, did <laughs> we the, done goofed. We did the Club 124 thing yeah. that has a little Mildred, but it was a collaboration. Sure. And we're really proud of it. And it actually did. Sick. Pre- did you want to tell people what this is in case they aren't aware? I mean, yes and no, because <laughs> we're kind of out of kits for right. the most part. So we're going to try and do a restock. The beach more. kits. Yeah. Yeah. We have like pieces. Sure. So we're out of like full kits. We have pieces that we need to see what we can build and so on. But we did a little beach kit that we thought would be fun. We had a couple, we, we just were a little lazy and got to it late. And we thought, yo, if we drop this by July, that should be good. And it should have happened in May. Right, right, right. Uh, you're, but it's you're still, talking to the fucking experts here. Yeah. yeah. But it's still well, this really, man literally gives me my bag. goes, by the way, please don't put this on social media. I'm like, do you not know anything about flow team? Bro? Well, That's the whole well, point. You know, the funny thing is, is it, it, it was fun. And, yeah. um, Which is you, what matters. Besides it was fun. We're proud of it. We did a towel. Um, that had a little Money. play on Mildred yeah. and Love Dunette. And we did a, a, a Frisbee, like a legit disc. We did a koozie, a lighter, and a tote. You know, and everything was fun. Essential. Starter pack. Yeah, and <laughs> it, was, it was fun, you know, and and I still think it is fun. One, I think it was priced a little high. We thought it'd be cool to do like 124. And I was like, ah, is this? But we spent a lot on it, too. Right. This is our first venture into something real. We did t-shirts, which was one-off and cool. Right. The, with the the with the basketball with yeah, the oh, that's yeah. a classic are, bro yeah, if you have pe- one of those you're fucking big well, game we're we're gonna do we're gonna do those mine again. has coffee scenes on it oh mine has is destroyed Listen, we're gonna do those again Thank and God. it's probably gonna be a spring thing hell yeah um and then we're working on a crew neck a short sleeve crew neck sweatshirt right that. now that sick. Mm. it's got some really nice like lower left very much a raw piece like a yeah. short sleeve it feels good i want to fucking tinker under the hood in that exactly it feels like that thing you could tinker under the hood or get in the ring or whatever so we're just working on that. finalizing <laughs> that and hopefully we get that out October ish. We want it to be kind of piece for October, fall. November, kind of like holiday slash. Yeah, we yeah, were going to yeah. do more, but we're just, we're just a little busy you're and fucking we, you're handling the day to day slog. Yeah. And we realize that like this shit is a, it's a lot of work. It is. And, and, and we have people that can help us, but also too, we care enough about the process of making things. Right. And I enjoyed enough to where we're going to be. You want to be involved. Yeah. You want to, so you want to fucking pass yeah, the buck. So, so that's going to happen. Make a buck. And we want to do, I'd like to do one thing like, a, like four things a year or sure. three things a year, like a, you know, it's fall, like, spring, summer, some it's bullshit. Like, it's not your main shit, right? You right. can do this stuff yeah. as you and, want. But, but the funny thing is, stuff. is yeah. we, I want to do things that I really love. And then, and then there's that kind of like, per, you know, friends that look at it like, well, are people going to want that? And you got to toe the line a little bit, yeah. right? But what's nice is, is we could take a couple risks. And we're gonna it's make not a Mildred bar. vintage cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be a Mildred uh, mobile, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited about that. We'll do the T-shirt again, and we might try to do a little Mildred home thing where we do like Ooh, incense burner. Or we sick, do a yeah. little thing. Little we're just goods. like we're working on it. How can and, we bring the Mildred vibe home with us? That's yeah. what you gotta. That's what you. Gotta yeah, and 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 the sell. and the other piece of that is potentially looking. You know, if if there's a way to do a product line at some point legally, I can't with L'Oreal Ooh, right now, right? But I want to. 
like real grooming products. Yeah, like an like grooming products and like like kind of looking at that and at a price point that's accessible and things that we can stand behind, but to do shit that's good that feels like it stands apart. As I said last time when I was on the previous show is a lot of products are the same. Yeah. So how do we give you a it's thing all white that, labeled? Yeah. So how do we do something that's special and we could do that you know, by not like getting in like, you know, a bunch of investors are trying to do yeah, a tap right. dance. This shit is not cheap. Yeah. And right now with L'Oreal, like I can't because I work with L'Oreal on a, on a barber club line that's mostly in, you know, in the UK and Asia or in Europe and Asia, I should say. And it does really well. And it's a great opportunity for me to travel and cut right. and, and learn. I've learned so much to work with a small band brand, excuse me, big brand. So we're going to try that. That's the, a future goal. Right. And maybe we do that with the, my wife and the salon. Maybe we do it separate. Sure. Who knows? Oh, well, that's we when, keep, that's when you're coming on the, on yeah, the podcast. Next we just want, we just want to keep doing your press junket. Yeah. We want to keep digging. You right. know, we do, we do, but we well, cut hair a lot. One too. way to increase exposure of the Mildred extended universe is, uh, as we know, is collaborations, right? Besides throwing fits, <laughs> besides love, do net, if you could collaborate with one brand on, let's yeah. just say, merch, Mildred merch, who's it going to be? If you had your brothers. <sighs> well, you know, I'll say that I don't, I don't know that there's any brand that would want to do this, but one, we're, we're really close with the guys at Knickerbocker. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we did. We actually did also, they, the first call during the pandemic, days in, it was like Aton and AJ, yeah. Andrew from Knickerbocker. They called me and they're like, hey, we're going to do this COVID-19 tea. The back's going to be a take on like a, a Vietnam lighter that has like a phrase, you know? So I think it was like, you know, war is hell. COVID, like COVID, COVID is hell. Yeah. It kind of it was like, you know, fuck COVID-19 because sure. COVID loves fucking me. <laughs> and they did just a Knickerbocker like city thing. And they, after cost, they, you know, donated all the money to us. Oh, nice. So conti- like, I think it's like, we have that relationship. You know, I've been so lucky to be close with Teddy from yeah. MA. And I don't, I think that they are just, it's insane. On fire even, is not yeah, the right I word. I mean, it's wild. Even though I saw some of that fall shit before it happened. And I was like, you feel weird complimenting someone that yeah. does. It's, I don't even know how to compliment you now, bro. So wow. Yeah. You know, and that's speechless. The, so we love believe, being like yeah. associated with brands like that. I think I mean, you're in the fucking lookbooks. What right? I We've think, seen you well, in well, I mean, as you know. are, but I think the, the best thing for us is we, those people, we ha- they will help us. It's not like they're going to put their name on our shit, but like having that yeah. is the get to part of what we do. Sure. So knowing it, the cheat codes. Yeah. So is there any other brand? I mean, I hate to say it, but probably not because right. we have a couple yeah. brands that I think, I think Knickerbocker and a mayor doing things that are just as great, if not right. better right. than anyone you be, else. You'd be eating that shit up if you weren't home. And we know, yeah. yeah. And we know them and they're, I have genuine relationships with those people. Right. Good people. for sure. You know, so it's, so what else is there? Like that, yeah. that's a, that's the moment where you're like, I can't even believe I know these people. And I, you know, I can't even believe I get a chance to spend time in their spaces. So, so Mildred throwing fits coming soon. <laughs> and well, I mean, that's another thing though, to like do something with you guys. I, I don't know where our value comes in. <laughs> you have for, a physical space yeah. that, we can, that we can party. The value, in. it's four walls and a roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty and clear. And some running water. It's to, the to, most tangible hey, thing possible. To do, what I think would be great though, what I would love to do with you guys would be to be like more of a, a I mean, where we still get down, but like a kind of like a, you know, I know you did the barbecue and I would have mm-hmm. been there if I wasn't working. Totally. Of fine, course. Bro. But like to do a smaller, like, yo, what if we did like a 15 person, like 
thing where we get a chance to like it's not recorded or whatever right, we get right. a chance to fucking chat a and salon. have a meal and like yeah. real wine and all that let me, that's let me what run i want to buy you uh two lucky winners get their hair cut by jimmy and larry <laughs> hey lucky winners and then, sounds like losers and then rob and paul or whoever Fix come it. in and fucking tidy up the <laughs> mess hey i think like I, winston wolf the listen, yeah. <laughs> hey let's do it let's do a raffle let's donate the shit to charity yeah, sure. like, let's do it yeah let's fucking do charity. it it'd be great yeah. Or donate it to talking about charity, but, meaning but James us. and I have been throwing around the idea of like maybe like a private dinner series, which it would be yeah, cool. To, I, I think that would be great to be a part like, of, you know, not something that's like content, but something that, you know, well, okay. maybe we'll probably talk about it later ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, I think you doubling got, down on the people that we if love. You guys that care about us. If, if you guys were to do that and we could help in some way, right. you know what I mean? Or be part of it mm-hmm. be part of one. I would love to do something like that. I and mean, every time I'm at one, two, four Ridge Street, Mildred, get your haircut there now. Um, <laughs> I'm always like, yo, when are we going to do something here? Yeah. And I have heard whispers of a new space. What are we talking well, about, Rob? Are we well, talking a new yeah. are they, you gonna move shop? Are you gonna open, are, open up? There are there are literal whispers. Um <laughs> I I would say that But not careless whispers. We I think You're gonna be the next supercut? They're definitely not careless, yeah. No, I think I would actually I would that would be my nightmare to ever <laughs> to ever have more than a like more than a couple shops seems ridiculous. I think I miss Brooklyn a lot. Yeah. You know, I've only cut hair in New York City, you know, regularly speaking. Um, a Brooklyn offshoot, like a Mildred Presents or an offshoot or something. And this is something I haven't even really spoke with the guys about. But I, <laughs> oh, I do breaking have, news. Hey, yeah. guys, breaking listen news. Up. But given that I handled a lot of the administrative stuff and still do, I can't tell you the countless amount of spaces that I get from real estate people and friends. Like, check this out. What about this? What about this? You know, and you, it, it's more so to where we all, I always have to pay attention to it. Yeah. You know, so would I like to do something else somewhere else that was Mildred or Mildred adjacent? Adjacent? Absolutely. Is it in the works as like the salon was in the works on our last job? Right. Yo, we no. Manif- we manifested that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But is, <laughs> is it a, poss- a definite possibility? You know, absolutely. I will say we have some friends that open a shop on Mulberry Street called Tuft. And before that, I, I was thinking, like, do we take a shot and be over in the mix? Because we're friends with the MA folks and we yeah. like a lot of their guys come in and like, do we do a thing that's a little against our judgment? Because we like being off the beaten path. Right. And right. Move closer to the nucleus. Is exactly. Yeah. And but then some friends of ours did that. You know, Miles and that crew were there. They got a beautiful shop. And I'm not going to be that dude that's like, well, we could do something close and it's cool. So. I want to do something that feels genuine and real, just like we did. Ridge Street's a weird space. Um, so I would I would most likely say within the next few years, I hope we have an idea that we're either doing something or improving our current space sure. and doing more with it. Right. One of the two, right. 100%, along with well, fucking what else? Stay tuned, motherfuckers. So the yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep working. Mildred doesn't die, it multiplies. Yeah, <laughs> as, I've, as I've said, we all cut hair sometimes five, six days a week, right. we sometimes do 12 to 15 haircuts and that's still our life. And we, and we still enjoy that. So to make the time has been hard. And yeah. I'm not trying to say like, there's people that are way fucking busier than us, Sure, but we can't multitask. Right. We can't sit here and be like, Hey, hold on real quick. Right. While I fucking yeah. shape you up and I'm going to answer an email. You just can't do it. <laughs> right. So we got to make, so we got to make time. We got to make time. Well, um, I think that, um, I mean, you, you, this podcast has been with you, but it's also very much been, uh, with your colleagues and your, your, you know, your peers. And I think like, that's what makes Mildred special, right? Is that the relationship that you guys have within the shop itself? Um, it's family, you know, I have some relationship with this guy over here. 
And this motherfucker, <laughs> some relationship. I'd call this more than some well, relationship. Where's no, the transition going? Same, same relationship. Oh, same I, relationship. I, saw, I, saw I saw Larry yeah, taking. I got some, I got some semblance of relationship on the on the on the yeah. on the throwing fits. And um, I was like, damn, I cannot. This I got it just bodied. you guys. Uh, I got bodied what, for content. What you've built the first this, time. Hey, the, thing I was like, the last I hope time we got bodied for content, we just got our ears pierced. Yeah, I hope you guys are proud of yourselves. The shit you do is amazing. And just because we get to hang out with you and drink beers on a Tuesday, we're fortunate. So this guy, this guy, I know Lawrence, right? Uh, <laughs> he listened. I've learned that he like will listen to me. Like there's a very like, like uh, there's a certain period. Like if there's like a rising moon and like the fucking tides are right <laughs> he, and everything. Where, he, where he's trimmed his balls. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's gone from balls. <laughs> balls are fresh. freshly shorn. So I'm listening to you. And then now he's shaving his face with it. Um, he'll listen to me. Right. And I think that he'll listen to you is one of the few people. And like his mom and his dad and okay. like his wife. And like, that's it. Oh, I see. It's, it's the a, only people. It's a select to. group wow. of people that I will like give. Me I advice. feel his inner very circle. fortunate to be part <laughs> yeah. of that group. I don't know that I actually am, but no, thank you. Come on, yes, bro. it's you. So let's uh, let's give him some advice. You obviously are fucking tattooed up the wazoo. Right. Yes. Which I, I can't say is for everybody. And even for me at times, I'm like, really? It, sometimes it just draws attention you don't want. Okay. Like, like what? Like, well, well so, okay. the sailor. Here, why, and yeah, why, here, but then why do you get them a, in the first place? Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But you do that. You know, I was 30. Right. And in New York and like, damn, I'm not working, you know, Yo, you got some titties on your arm. Exactly. I'm not working in higher ed anymore because right. I was as I don't know if a lot of people know, but I worked in higher ed for years and I took kind yeah. of the barbering leap because my dad. But anyway. You start to get shit. You think you're cool. You're feeling yourself. And then you get a little you bit older. Years, this is a 35 oh, year old. You get a little bit older. And then you, my life right now. We went into Billy Mark West by MSG before the verses, before the fight, just to shoot some pool. We know it's a hole in the wall. And like, you yeah. know, I walk in and the first thing I hear from some, you know, dude at the bar is like, who's this tough guy? You know, oh, and you're like, yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I know my t-shirts are snug and yeah, yeah. old and I've, Did you I fight have him. Oh my God. No, I bought him a beer. <laughs> I was like, Hey man, let's get him a beer. Yeah. Cause I had no conflict. Everyone does fucking MMA and jujitsu. Now I don't yeah, trust any mother. Yeah. I, I'm courteous. If you see a cauliflower ear, buy him a beer. Yeah. yeah. So the tat, <laughs> but the tattoo thing is a little like at times. And my wife will speak to this more than me. There's times where you just just don't want the attention. And that's why you got them in the first place. And you're like, God, damn. right. Well, I'm a fellow ink man myself, but hey, uh, Lawrence, yeah. Yeah. not so much. However, he is recently uh, into body modification. <laughs> Hence the, the, the piercing the ear rungs. Hence look, the snake in my ear rungs. Slats, look, the yo, they look good. They Thanks, look you are, for real. They look good. I mean, this you're not even. A, yeah. <laughs> besides, this isn't an empty besides Lawrence's compliment. wardrobe, you are very much like the man in control of Lawrence's aesthetic. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, because of my hair. So yeah. My well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. That's a and small piece. Beard too, I assume. Uh, the most important accessory what, in your own words, though. What should Lawrence's first tattoo be if he were to get one? And what and where? <laughs> <laughs> what and where? Um, I like that. I I have friends that have that just like middle bicep okay. right here, you okay. know, just the one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think very like you, old school. Yeah. And I think that's like maybe mom somewhat different than your personal style. However, sure. you've always been that. I feel like you have like a very like timeless, handsome dude aesthetic. Oh, thank you. Dude. No, it's just true. Jeff, whoa, flip whoa, that whoa. out. No, no, no. Do right, not. Hey, chef, over. do not. You do. Thank you. So I think something uh, in that regard, like yeah. an old, like a, a literal, like just piece of flash off the wall. Like bang. an anchor. No, yeah. not an anchor like because a, that's getting a little, right, right, right. that's going the wrong way. Mermaid, I think like, what do you, like, uh, like, like American, American art. 
Like one of my favorite tattoos is my friend Matt. He literally has Daffy Duck, <laughs> or not? Da- uh, not not Daffy. Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Scrooge Sorry. McDuck. <laughs> Donald Duck as a sailor. Oh, nice. On his butt, and it's just one right here. And I just Gucci. always just thought it looked so sick. You can get Gucci. <laughs> get the Gucci get the down your, down your get, entire. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get, get the Gucci, Gucci Disney. The yeah, yeah. I just think if you're gonna do one, <laughs> get one that's kind of visible. Because yeah. if you do okay. something that's like a little hidden or kind of, Jenna like, has a lot of small ones, yeah, uh, which I like do, and it's tasteful. I think but one, one right here on the buy that shows up in some of the camp shirts. If people still wear that shit, I don't know, but I think would look sick. They do. That secret, like that peeks yeah. out on a sleeve, kind of. Yeah. Okay. All the right. What the what can't be up to me? The what's got to be. I think it should be TF. I think it shouldn't be. That's bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, How about a microphone? I think that, the Zoom. Hey, here's what we do. We do the we do the raffle cuts. You guys give the cuts. We touch them up. And as a gift, we get someone in. If they want to get a TF tattoo, we throw the TF on them. Ooh. Wow. You guys throw, had a Sailor Jerry event, right? Where we was like, did. And yo, the, the, the guy who did it, I can't remember his name. Did you get name. free Patreon for life? You get a throw I, I, tattoo? I, yes. I, I really want his name. I wish I had it. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Very. Um, it's probably on the Love Dunette Instagram. The dude's name. He was he was great. He must have done like twenty six tattoos. Did not complain. Oh they wow, all were yeah. sick. He's the sweetest dude. So, but we if you if you guys want to do that, you guys do haircuts. Maybe we do. F- <laughs> and you then know, you, you you and Paul we do the try to pose? fix them. I'll be sick, dude. Hey, I'm we, on my balls. We try to fix them. <laughs> yeah, you. Tr- hey. And it has to be with the ball trimmer. Yeah, you yeah, sit yeah. in the chair, but you sit upside down. We shave yeah. your balls. <laughs> yeah. If you want to and pay you extra, gotta, you can then, use Larry's And then trimmer. you get a TF. And then they get a TF tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Wow. Hell, let's right. do it. We can make All it right, happen. Let's do it. So if you want to fuck your life up completely. Yeah. And people hey, will. That, we'll call it the Just Fuck Me Up Fam retreat. Yeah, exactly. I'll get And I'll get one as well. Fuck okay. yeah. I'll get a TF one as well. When was your wow. most recent tattoo? Um, pre-pandemic. Night, like maybe February 19. Are you still, you're still getting them? Or are you kind of, I do like a once a year thing now, okay, nice. but I haven't. And there's a woman named um, Tamara Santamanez, who I think she was at saved. Now she's believe, your like artist that you would go. No, to. Fernando Lyons is the guy who's tattooed okay. me the most. Them and the guys at Smith street. Fernando Lyons is, is him and Tamara, the two people that I love most. And I think are phenomenal people and phenomenal tattoo artists. And Tamara also helped educate me on a lot of that gatekeeping piece of mm. like the, that world and other industries, other industries. She's phenomenal. I don't know if she's tattooing as much right now because she was so busy, but yeah. her and Fernando has a studio as well. And Fernando's like, just, he's an amazing guy. So th- those two folks, but yeah, I, I like try to plan it now and like make it an event because right. it's terrible. It hurts. Oh yeah. You don't like yeah. get drunk. And just like, yo, let me I get that. Yeah. No. I mean, I would like, I'll, I will, I'll get a fucking TF tattoo today. <laughs> oh, I don't give no, a shit. Careful what you wish for. Cause I have so many, it doesn't matter now, yeah. but if you only have one and you're going to get one, then it, yeah. it should be important. And just, it doesn't need to <laughs> it mean anything. Be the logo of my podcast. Not the logo, <laughs> not the logo. That's going to change in like six months. Hey, yeah. what would be, <laughs> yeah, what, we hey, what would be sick is to li- literally just get like fucking Jenna in a banner or pepper. Hard maybe body. pepper. Or pepper would be hard. Or body maybe too. some of the dog yeah, or just the word podcast. Jenna just got a, like a chili pepper tattoo for pepper pepper so, so um but yeah I maybe something like for the that. dog i don't know yeah, maybe right. who who knows who knows how much i'll, I'll want to disappoint my parents yeah, in the future. stay tuned yeah. to see what tattoo warrants gets rob the here's, base for content here's a question for me and it just so happens that we're entering the meats and cheeks sucking and fucking portion Ooh, of the podcast wee. it is not has it been the horniest summer or not no nah, no it's, it's been the dub what the fuck happened well i mean i, 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 Bro, I, I don't mean the for, last I just, page of pornhub listen i mean <laughs> for, i feel like kind of for everybody it's been a little it's big, big fucked up 
We well, talked it up pretty big, and I feel like it was yeah. underwhelming. I mean, uh, but how could you have not have talked? I mean, my I theory for is sure. that everyone just wanted to go spend time with the friends and family that they didn't see, and instead of like exploring, and that sounds smarter people. than just going out yeah. and fucking. I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, so in Alabama, in Alabama, yeah, in Alabama, you're fucking your cousin. That's dope. Yeah, but exactly. Reverse cowgirls illegal because we don't like, have you don't turn uh, your back on family. Don't turn your back on the fam. <laughs> we don't have the same kind of open mind. You can't get a blumpkin, but you can. Rob, what haircut gets the most ass well you know what's funny i'll tell you what haircut kind of doesn't it's like <laughs> it, no it's, it's like, like if a guy like if a guy comes in and gets that like little you know that fringe or or like a caesar or a, a like a sick fade dudes compliment that shit interesting you know like um which is like how we dress like yeah it's like oh like, shit like, look how sick your fit. look how tough your haircut looks yeah yeah and and I think there are, are women that are and people not you know that are yeah, definitely sure. attract and even for, you know how folks identify that are attracted to that, but I think the haircut that gets the most seems to be like when a dude lets it go like like kind of like I think people were feeling you oh, when you when let your hair go and you when you let your hair yeah. go a little bit more like looking like you're you care but just enough right like just not too fucking much right, right. so where your stuff's a little deconstructed Damn. so yeah that so grow and it what, out maybe. Or just like like tussled, yeah. But that yeah. middle period is so brutal, bro. What's when that? When you're growing out your hair, like it is that brutal. Mid- but you, but you tough. did a thing that a lot of people could have dissed, and somehow you pulled it off. Thank you, bro. No joke. That. And also, like, just like you know, you once again, you don't want to have too technical facial hair unless you're that dude. Who is that dude? Point zero 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 one of the Waters. population. <laughs> yeah, kind of. David well, Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sure. I don't know. What's the number one grooming tip for a guy who's about to head out? He's getting ready. He's got the fit done, right? He's fucking he's got, got the, the mood. He's got a fresh condom next to the bed, just in case. Or maybe not a condom. Right, right, right. Just in case he's heading out for the third date, aka he about a fuck. What's the grooming tip? Or he's going to attempt, he's gonna attempt to, to uh, uh, obtain consent to fuck. Yes. Yes. That. We're going but consent. He, he about if a the, fuck sounds If better. they're coming back to the crib... The, I mean, it just comes to like, there are crib tips now, right? What, like, what are the older, crib tips? Because you have a beautiful home. Well, yeah. the crib tips are like, you maybe have like a little, you know, have some, have a, a incense stick, some mm-hmm. Palo Santo, a fragrance. Give a fuck. Have some room spray. Snacks. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily <laughs> need to be snacks, but like. A couple of Regina subs. A couple of Regina subs that we got. But hey, maybe a, maybe a natural wine. Maybe Ooh. a. Have a couple things like around. A low, be a host. A low alk. Be a motherfucking host well, what, what in 2021. What about when a grooming tip for date? Well, so that's the first part. Okay. Because like you well, could do yeah. all the shit. And if you bring it back to the crib and you don't have those things and your shit is ass, like yeah. you're just not Got no that bed frame. Yeah. You're just not that dude. Yeah. And that's like, a yo, you want to, you want to, you want a natty ice, be a gentleman, <laughs> yeah. because if you ask them up, even if you think you're fucking, or you probably are fucking there's don't make it about that. Yeah. Right. Make it about like, yo, I'm going to pour you some shit. I like, I'm going to light some shit that you like. Play some, tunes. I got a fucking record player. Yeah. I got a turntable, put some fucking music about on. to fall in love. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, maybe you just get him a car home you know yeah, but you right, showed right. them a little uh, bit more of you because that's right, right. what you should do and i don't give a fuck if you got 10 roommates and you and no bread you can still make it happen yeah you can always some make trader joe's wine or as best of an impression or some as bullshit you do not have to force no it. skate decks on the wall yeah <laughs> unless i mean that is a, uh, that is you your guitar skaters if, hey you got your guitar on the wall yeah uh-uh. the take shit. that shit down yeah don't give a fuck if you play yeah, and do not play wonder wall i know you're listening john mayer <laughs> do not so the first is is like have yeah. the crib ready and that means you just give a shit about people because even if you, like someone's coming over 
and they happen to have like don't just have like well i think i got a couple beers in there like yeah. have some shit right right, right. Yeah, come on the second i think you need to moisturize man Ooh, okay. fucking moisturize yeah we're talking elbows shit. knees are we talking whole shit don't be ashy don't be flaky <laughs> right right put some <laughs> shit on and then a touch of a fragrance okay. whether it's a hawthorn behind the ear right, Ooh, right, right, right or you right. do some Boys. some things have that and have that around do you, you have know? a fragrance of choice yeah what killian um straight to heaven sounds fucking which is from from my sounds irish as fuck hey that's my man ben fuller put me on that surf and turf he's got a little barbershop out west high desert see him Ben put me onto so many fucking things, but, but that a, fragrance is like the one I'm out because it's fucking expensive. Sure, um, that or Byredo <laughs> Gypsy Water. My wife wears, and this shit is, oof, but it's fucking. We're Byredo boys. Shit's expensive. Yeah, but have some of, and it doesn't have, have to Travis be Scott, a, Scott, <laughs> Travis Scott cosmic dust behind they whatever that. Yeah. Space. Well, he did He's oh, got, space dust, space rock, or whatever. Space the fuck. dust. Yeah, yeah the Travis album was Scott sick. Astro World was sick, but everything else was not. <laughs> everything else it's outside of that all was the wild. product. Yeah. Shout out our man Charlie. So, so I think fragrance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You Rob, know? you are one of the esteemed few guests that has answered this question because you did think it was important to be like, yo, I'm a small business guy. Like, if you're gonna want to yeah. open up your own small business, that's what it's gonna take. Uh, two years later, with the success of Mildred going through COVID emerging on the other side or at least knowing you're going to be all good how much money do you make the money well now that i was on and i'm so successful i can't say that no i'm just kidding <laughs> fuck i'll say it um what? Oh. well you know what's weird is when you have a small business right you have this idea and i think a lot of people have this idea and some people are great at it but they're like yo that's a write-off right that's a write-off and and <laughs> and you're like i don't even i still don't know what a write-off is like in terms of like talking to our accountant we don't know shit yeah. still. <laughs> and so they'll get you coming or going when it comes to the money. So if you're going to have write-offs and they're not giving you the loan for the apartment, you know what I'm saying? And if it's so, right. So like how much do we make? Um, roughly, I think that Christine and I, pro and it varies because L'Oreal pays me. And the only reason I can't say what that number is, is that could be disrespectful to them. Sure. Absolutely. But it's a, I, get, I, have, a, I have a contract with L'Oreal that is max contract. That yeah. is, it's not max. I'm probably, like, degree deal. I'm probably the lowest paid dude there <laughs> for sure. But it's, 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 it's sizable enough that it's like a beginning salary Good. for folks in right. some, in some worlds, maybe five years ago, not right. now. Okay. And then I, you know, I probably like all depending, but like I will in sales, it could be anywhere from like, I could make a couple grand a week, you know, but then we got bills to pay on that right. and taxes to pay on that. And then maybe there's some it's all, gratuity. It's all, right. it's all circular. Yeah. So like, do I make like after, I think what's great is, is you guys had goots on who I don't know, but she said something like, I would like to make six grand a month. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys are like doing the numbers and you're like, that's not a lot. I think she probably meant clear six grand. Right, 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 right. So are there months where we can clear six grand each? Sure. Are there months where we don't? Where you're negative six grand? <laughs> not negative, but yeah. like where we have costs because as you guys know, when yeah. you work for yourselves, what's your health insurance? And you got some shit going on. Like my wife uh, went to the dentist. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, we need, we got to spend two G's at the dentist this month or right, whatever right. the fuck. So there are months where we can make 10 to 12 grand a month, sometimes more, sometimes less. But we do well for right. our rent being three grand. Oh, you know? well, there you go. Oh, hey, what's your question. rent? Our rent is three grand. Not Did it bad. drop a little? Pretty fucking good for the, I was for the say, area and for, the, we for live, the space. We live in the cut a little bit, but I like that too because I grew up in the cut. Sure. In yeah, a way. Cut. I mean, yeah. I can see what you mean, but also like, we're, it's not dangerous, but we're, we're far east on the, we're right for by sure. the shop, yeah. which is like, it's not like you're like, yo, I live on Rich Street. I'm balling. You right, know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
So you're, we, you're a little out of the mix, but yeah, that's, but, a, that's not a bad right. thing. No, I like it. But we we do well enough. You got a city bike right here. Exactly. But we also, <laughs> my wife, right you know, like my mother-in-law is single mom, raised the two kids. Like, you know, we try, we put a fence in at our house. Right. Like for me, like is the next thing, how much money do I want to make? Yes, is that is. where we're sure. at? Yeah. So <laughs> I think this question is interesting because when, well, when I think about the money and how much I want to make, it's like people are like shit, 10 million, the, the succession, the succession, 20 million thing is so fucked up and funny, but yeah. I see it being true. Cause I have clients that probably have that mentality. Right. 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 And, and how, what are they tipping? Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are tipping 10 <laughs> still. And some of them are giving me 40 bucks. You know, I'm fucking like, bro, lucky. I only make 20 million. I can't tip you. Yeah, 20. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I think the money, the reason why I would want like big boy money, Money, like real money is to go to my mother-in-law's house mm. and be like, yo, the You're house good. is paid. You got it. To go to my, my mom and stepdad who adopted me, her addicts and be like, listen, I, I don't know if you want to try to save yourself, right? but here's fucking passages Malibu. Right. You know right, what I right, mean? Right. You could go and kick it with fucking, I don't know Lindsay who's there. Lohan somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually I'm sure she's doing okay now, yeah. but I, Whoever I'm, I'm close, I'm somewhat close with Mike Lohan, and I love him and his family. Oh shit! Okay, a lot and Dakota, yeah. and so. Um, but I put, but, but whomever you know, like go, yeah, exactly. He's Mike Lohan's a really good dude, man. He's a great guy. Right. But in any but whatever case, other starlet had passed, whatever, whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not best saying I best. get the joke. Yeah, so I can go to them. So I can go to my dad, who's sixty-one years old and works six days a week, and be like. It's part of him does that because that's all he knows. Right. Like, yo, if you want to work three days a week or not work at all, sure. that's why. If I could just make what I'm making now and own an apartment like I just rent with sure. maybe one extra bedroom, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a happy man. Has uh, your dad ever fortunate. come to Mildred and yeah, he cut spot? hair with us? Yeah, really? Oh yeah, yo, that's a little. We cut hair of blind barber too one time. Leonetti, Leonetti, Leonetti pop up. Leonelli, yeah, Leonelli, yeah. Leonelli, father and sons. He would come. Leonelli and sons. There My dad has been cutting hair for so long. Who's a better barber, you or your dad? Uh, he he is more capable, or I'm sorry, he is more efficient. I'm definitely better. No question. <laughs> and he, but he'll say that shit to me because he does his model is to do haircuts in 12 minutes. Did he come to, oh, uh, shit. oh wow. Like, oh, on so your, he, like on your lunch So break. he's like a fucking, he's like, he's yo. a bot. Like he's a machine. It's like, you want a flat top? I might struggle doing a flat top. He'll give you one in seven minutes. Damn. He's that dude. So he, but did his he visit, did he visit Mildred or like see like the Brooklyn barbershop scene and come back and start wearing like red wings? <laughs> and and shit? Never, <laughs> never. He is the dude who's does he like, cut your hair. He, oh, I would let him cut my hair a thousand times over. And he has, he is amazing because he lived in a, an efficiency apartment that was like $500 a month. And he had, he still had like the blind barber candle I gave him mm-hmm. that he's like, I, I don't, I don't like that. He's that kind of dude. Or I gave him like a Levi's made and crafted yeah, denim yeah, sure. and it's still like got plastic over right, it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's that kind of dude, you know? And it, he's also the type of dude that would live in his car and mm-hmm. give you his, you know, we have we have an interesting relationship, but he's generous, and I I think I, that is inherent in from me. Yeah, I'm, sure. that's, I'm that way because that makes me feel comfortable. Of course. It isn't necessarily about doing the nice thing for somebody else. It's mm-hmm. about like I want to help people because that makes me feel like I'm a good dude, whether I am or not. So it's somewhat selfish. Well, was, I mean, you're clearly a generous guy. I mean, besides like helping out family, um, what do you like to spend your money on? Um, well, besides as a, you nice know, wine and nice beers and helping out family. Yeah, and, and going Good out. Subs. I love yo, and I love yeah. to go out to eat. And if the if the boys yeah. are if the boys are with us, I like to treat. Sure. Always. Mm. Pick up that you know. And then for a while, my boys, especially my two best friends, Chris and Matt, shout out to 
and Buckwhack and CJ Rogers mm-hmm. 25. Those yep. guys are my, they're my world as well. But for a while, those guys were building Blind Barber and BB didn't have a ton of money to pay them. So they were fucking broke. Sure. And now they're both so talented and especially Matt, like Matt's getting money. And like the reason I have all that spin drift in there is he's got a fucking Amazon restocked where I get cases of that shit. Okay. And he'll just, you know, just wild shit. Like he brought me a PlayStation 5 one day. Amazing. Just like. Yeah, shout out Buckwhack, you know, so my friends are generous as well. Right. Even our young friends that like we pay that we that shouldn't be buying us shit will show up with shit. Do we need to be more generous? Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, maybe, maybe to not. ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but generosity is what it's one of those things where like if I literally say it comes back, it's the fucking truth. Right. It's like the second I do something for someone, someone feels that. So that just makes me feel good about me. And some of that's the anxiety of wanting to take care of people and wanting to feel wanted and right. approved of, as I mentioned before, I didn't come from much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you always were known as like the poor kid. You don't want to be the poor kid anymore. Yeah, so you sure. want to pay for shit. My wife is way better at being like, Hey, <laughs> we should do this or save. Yeah. Um, and I'm bad at that. I don't want to save. I don't even know if I believe in generational wealth. Right. And I know that sounds a little crazy, Can't take it with you, but in some ways I don't, you know, like I, I don't want my kids to be, have a good education. I want all kids to have a good right, education. right, right. Sure. I don't want to have good health insurance. I want everyone to have it. Right. Shouldn't be. Oh, would I sacrifice yeah, some? Sh- would I sacrifice please. some shit for that right now? Hundred percent. Yeah. What am I really spending my money on to be fun? I bought an old Land Cruiser. That's a piece of shit that I'm dumping the money into. Hell yeah. Um, is I that s- the most you've ever spent on a car? It was the least, but it's oh, gonna. Really? Hey, but it's gonna be the most. It's gonna be the most. <laughs> yeah, what's, the, what's the most you spent like on a single whip front front to back? The most I spent on a car. Yeah. I from, bought that from, old. Carmen Ghia that I had that yeah. I sold and I probably had like 15 grand into that, which is like, at, like what that car is probably worth. Are you flipping them at profit? No, or just I like lost, money. Or you I lost, lost money? some money because I sold it to my friend's dad. Right. Mm. But he drove from Cleveland overnight because he was getting it for his wife. And you got fucking years of joy out of it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I would rather sell it to a friend for less. Sure. If it gives me just enough to not like, put my put anyone at risk to sure, buy the sure, next sure. thing you're not in like a whole yeah hole. i'm not that dude that i don't ever want to what's buy. your dream what's your dream car? Ooh, that's a good question if there was like Thank a you. mount rushmore of cars what is yeah. your mount rushmore of cars that was my next question yeah, yeah. Guess uh, it's your show now bro <laughs> go crazy so um you should start car- a podcast <laughs> yeah we, we've talked about podcasts as well i mean listen bro that was me, our constructive criticism on the previous podcast i know yeah. name we, was- so we we fucked around me and my friend chris and my buddy Matt has helped. And then my friend Stefan has helped with some beats and music and dumb shit that we want to fuck around with as well. But you guys are doing too good. <laughs> Delaney's thing is also too good. Yeah. Everyone's too good to where like, do they need another white and Asian dude to do a podcast? Hmm. Yes. And the answer is probably not. Well, but that's me and Chris. So well, you're not going to matter, but we, right, by definition, it if we're not going to matter, we'll, then maybe we'll do it. But we've been working on shit. What I mean by working on is like, We'll talk shit to each other, get drunk, and be like, yo, we should start that. Yeah, yeah, and then right. a month goes by, and we're like, get drunk, yeah, we'll let's do it same. again. Run yeah, it so, back. But run we, it back. We've, we've started a little bit of work on it because the basement of the shop is a perfect place to do it. Have I you mean, guys built that out? It's like a fucking chill spot. It's chill a chill zone. spot, but you can't do shit there when the shop's open because it's too loud. Right, Or right, we right, would right. be in the basement right now, and it would be sick. But that's where we'll do throwing fits tattoos for people oh, and get fucked up or whatever. Fruitly. But um, to the, I would love to do a podcast, and that's a thing we're thinking about. But cars. Yes. Now rush more cars. Let's go. Now rush more cars cars so the the 964 that teddy did the all-wheel yeah. drive one sure like that car is a much more of mm-hmm. cars and i think people that love cars that drive cars would say the same 
I would probably want uh, another Porsche, uh, the 356, which mm-hmm. looks kind of like the Carmen Ghia, but just in year range and all that type of stuff. But that type of car for the money that they go for kind of does not matter. <laughs> but there's one on a Seinfeld episode that's like a hand hand hammered one. Okay. That's probably worth like a couple million dollars. Damn. It should be on that list. That's another one. All right. Halfway um, there. The um, the cruiser that I have. Right. That's Toyota. Been, that's always been, that's been your, a, 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 a grail. Yeah, absolutely. It's an 87 FJ60 Toyota Land Cruiser. Fire. They go for tons of money. Just to be transparent, I bought it on a whim with a client in the chair who said, fuck it, buy it. And I got it for like seven grand. Really? Which is an insane steal until it arrives from Oregon and there's holes in the front. Oh, it's just a piece, <laughs> and it's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's so a I, piece of shit so, car. But that, where is it right Adam now? Throwback. It's it's at a Fast Eddie's garage on Long Island who's the man who is mm-hmm. saving this thing. Right, right. And I'm giving him money like I just give him cash every time I see him. Right. Like st- money I could kind of hide. This, from, this all be over for another month. Like, yeah, yeah. M- money I could hide from Christine. You know, like, <laughs> hey, here's, here's another thousand bucks. The money bucks. in the mattress. Here, yeah, here's yeah, here's another thousand bucks. What are we up to now? Yeah. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That type of shit. Yeah, but that, but that, but that cruiser is one, you know, so in the, the one Porsche that I'm talking about, it's an all-wheel drive one as well. The Teddy. Teddy's the 964 911. Yeah, yeah. And that color, the sure. whole shit, like that. that's the one. Um, What's the last? And then the last, last one. Um, would pro, I mean, man, this is, it's tough to narrow it down to a last one. Um, but you know, it's, it's crazy to say that it's gotta be like an American muscle car. Cause mm-hmm. there are just so many fucking cars, Yeah, you know, but, lot. but for me, it would probably be that I had as well. And I sold that I bought was, a, it's a 75 Hearst Olds W30. That's slow, right? That no one wants, <laughs> But it's got T-tops and it's got a Hearst shifter and it's got swivel bucket seats. Wait, you had it and you sold it? I had it and I sold it to get the gear. Got it. Because the shit felt like I was on Long Island with it and I felt like every white supremacy dude in the world was like, hey, man, what's underneath the hood of that? And you're like, oh, dude. It's a Hemi. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, I got to get rid of this thing. Yeah, it's broadcasting the wrong shit. (laughs) Yeah, but I love the car, but it just felt like, especially if I have my hair slicked back and I'm wearing a camp shirt with a fucking A shirt and I'm driving. It's like, who's this fucking (laughs) Playing fucking... I feel like an asshole, you yeah. know, so Plain you got to top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, so it was like one of those things, but those, so on that list of like having a couple of those cars felt good, but those are the cars that I've loved the most. And there's car dudes who'd be like, what a fucking idiot. I would pick nah, this. It's, but it's a, a sentimental person. It's absolutely yeah. a but those are the whips. Decision. And I love cars, man. I love shitty cars. Like I love, and I grew up in a, a GM, you know, world in Youngstown, right. Ohio. It's a, it's steel and auto, man. Right. You know, Ohio rubber and PA steel is sick shit. Got motor oil in your veins, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're going to, hopefully we can go. I call you Robbie Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, we've seen you fucking thriving. We've been patrons. We've been homies. We've been fucking blood brothers at some point when we get them tattooed. Um, yep. Yep. We love to see how well you and the boys and Christine and the girls are all doing over there. One, two, four Ridge street. We have, we have you folks to thank for some, that that. being said, bro, Mm -hmm. we want to see you do even better. And so we're going to offer up some constructive criticism real quick, just two, one each uh, real real quick. quick. Take or leave it, but you know, I'm here. If you, every every other time they've taken our constructive criticism, it's brought you to exactly where you are. That's the right truth. Now. <laughs> it's the whole Aperol truth and nothing. Tuesday but. at four oh eight p.m. and we can handle the truth. Uh, Rob, my boy here, very picky when it comes to brands. 
right? That's what I'm saying. Obviously, <laughs> I'm a brand whore. Yeah, he's he only fucks with the best brands in the world. Look at him. He's got a fucking <laughs> the Phillipses. A Phillips hat. Yeah. Yo, hey. A Stussy T Grimichi shorts. Is that a young N? Do you know the tag on it? It's vintage, right? Yes. Is it a young AN? Is it young uh, N? Uh no. On the tag? No, it's not. It's uh this is a made in the USA. Oh, okay. Well, this, is my no fa- this is my father-in-law's. Let's see. Hold on, though. This is my father-in-law's hat because he, he worked at Phillips. Oh, I don't know what that P is, but yeah. the young ands are great. But this thing, it's, yeah. it's He gave it to me the last time I saw him. So, you <laughs> it's know. perfect. Shout, shout out Luther Blackwell. This guy's very picky when it comes to the fucking brands that he co-signs by putting on his body, right? Mm-hmm. So, I do think that uh, men's grooming is a very corny landscape, right? When it comes to, like, the brands out there. It sure is. If you were to make a Mildred-branded trimmer... Lawrence could finally get a dedicated genital groomer or just a beard trimmer that or you mower. do the beard. Exactly. Version. Whatever, whatever that you do. Mi- so that that Millie Mower. The yeah. Millie Mower. Yeah. The, the Millie Mower. Yeah. The the fucking, yeah. He needs, yeah. To, yeah. Mow, he needs yeah. to mow yeah. the yeah. hog is what I'm saying. We can get I, some sponsorship I'm opportunities on the pod. On if this man that. dies, I'm out of a job. Right. Yeah. So I don't want him to fucking die of a dick, dick bacteria get going up his nose. <laughs> use, use, use promo code Larry's Gooch for 20% off your first Millie Mower. The Millie Rock. The dick. Yeah. Yeah. Make some Mildred hardware. In New York, I, I'm Millie I think Mo. that would be fun. The tough thing with that shit is quality control. But I'm long winded, so I won't go into the clipper thing. <laughs> Fuck. What about all right, we're gonna do a mower? Fucking, all right, um, well, mower. maybe we're gonna my, try. We'll try all this shit. Maybe we can throw some R and D money your way because my piece of constructive criticism, Rob, is listen, bro, I love you, but let me pay for one goddamn haircut. Can't happen. No. Okay. Also, he doesn't mean that. <laughs> he doesn't. Mean I tried. It, I Did that sound convincing? Can't fucking happen. He, I, no. I'm not allowed to pay. I'm not allowed to tip. And what you said is at the point. Where if I ever needed you to do that, I will let you know. Absolutely, and I and, that's, and there there are radio silence. There are people. There are people that that and and you know it's just important. I it feel feels bad good. I text this man to make a point. Uh, yeah, but no, 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 no. Listen, I, there were if I in a perfect world, another reason to be rich, it would be like I would like cut the climb base down quite a bit, and yeah, I would yeah. cut all the people the I want for fucking free. Just so I, it's really a thing because you guys, you guys know how adult life is. You can't fuck. It's hard to hang out with people. Right. So that's my opportunity to hang out with you sometimes. And it's great. So that's the beauty. It is the best. That's that's the beauty of what we do. That's why I do I that mean, for certain. My people. last piece of construction criticism uh, work on Monday, Tuesday, because that's when I get my hair cut. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm always like, yeah, I'm like, just day off. I'm going to pop in. No, I'm I, pop I, in. I, I, when I'm in, like, most, like, Paul will be in there sometimes. Always nice to say what we're up. We're together a lot homes. more than we were, yeah. but because of all the restrictions and everything else, right. we're still figuring that shit I, out. I right? actually love that uh, E. Holmes cuts chef's hair. And Vinny cuts Chuck's Chuck. hair. Oh my God. Rob almost cuts my crew. hair. Paul cuts your hair. We and have guess like who cut? Yo, guess who cut? Merchman? Ryan? Sanford just cut him. Bro, wow. a five for five. Yo, come we on. Yo, really? We need to do a little, little really? fucking pickup game, bro. I, like five I, think Robbie, five. I think Robbie comes in Mildred as well. Does Robbie? Robbie Kelly? Rob Kells, R. Kells. He, but he, he might. hasn't got a haircut a long time. His hair he's is got the, He's got the fucking down to the shoulders. I don't know if he's, but we'll, we'll send him. We'll to look. Easy we'll look. I'm not 100% because yeah. I think so. But there's also so many people that come in that listen to the show. And I want to thank each and every one of them. Oh, yes. From All the bottom of, of my heart, savages. because there are people that have made a great deal of sacrifice to come see us right. coming from upstate. Oh, coming wow. from Chris from out west. Oh, yeah. Son. Fucking Mr. Cresco himself. The whole, right. They gave me the Cresco right. Carhartt shit, yeah, which yeah, was sick. Yeah. But like all of that. Shout out Mr. Smith. Dude. The amount of people that have come in because <laughs> of the show and the dedication that they have to us and the effort that they put in. I can't thank yeah. all of these folks enough. Yo, I had to, to do the that. 18 so. million 
well-groomed and freshly All faded savages. And Rob, oh, yes, too, have been aspiring to. You're, an absolute, you you're an absolute fan favorite. You're an absolute uh, you're personal best, favorite. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming the- on to the only podcast that matters. Where can the kids follow oh, yeah, you? Where yeah, can yeah, they follow Mildred? Love you guys so much. Thank you. Um, I'm at r.set, which was a take on Dipset, even though they took <laughs> the L. I'm still... You know, so repping. Um, you should be our chubby baby. Yeah, our chubby baby. <laughs> Maybe if this uh, these Regina's pop, we eat them. <laughs> yeah, right. it's gonna it's going down. Um, and then the shop's just Mildred, New York, and yeah. that's like I think we're on all the platforms. I mean, we're TikTok. Not, we, you know, I I have a personal TikTok that I don't really use. <laughs> Um, just to learn, just to learn. Yeah. It's funny because as an adult now, I, the shit that I watch is like, Hey, look at the iPhone trick. I didn't know or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then the shop just Mildred, New York, all one word, Mildred, yeah. New York. Um, and that's a site.com. What's the so. address said again? One twenty four Ridge one, Street. Two, four. Boom. One, Between two, four Ridge. Riv. So thank you. Head thank on you down. Guys so much. Tell them what Jimmy Jimmy Larry sent you. Chef slap that motherfucking Jada kiss. We gonna make Love it. Y'all. Uh, Love y'all. Uh, Love you, bro. Peace. Fuck. Shit. Uh, Cause when my coat come in, they gotta use the scale that they weigh the whales with. Carlson's on the Jeep. Bugatti made the prototype. Hope you get the picture, but you just can't photo light. Herman niggas make it. Kicking down the door and we burning niggas naked. The house costs a million. Sitting on the beach and the only thing I know with this furnished, I'ma take it. My bathtub lift up, my walls do a 360. We got the shit that the government got. Talking money, then you rubbing the spot. Real niggas say that they be wild. On the Cayman Islands, on a yacht with our favorite albums. A bad hole in a plate of salmon. Smoking and drinking, nigga, is you thinking that our fate is valid? I love my nigga for the fact that he real. And nobody on the back of the square. What? And if you facing capital pun, pass me a gun. And I'ma give you time to run while I rapidly peel. Game quickly, and I don't like the rent, so when I fly now, bring my cars on the plane with me.